Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I mean, I, I just, I have so much to say today. A beautiful Friday, and we have a loaded show. And if you want the NFL, we're going to give it to you, but at 3 o'clock, because it's LGRW. It is a playoff <laughs> chase. Thank you, Kenny. And thank you, Ken Cal. That also was Kenny uh, teasing his own chandelier post game last night. The point. Car I, flag number five. That, uh, rest that car flag right on up old Mount Olympus or whatever your girl Prop calls it. Prop it up on there. Prop it right up on there. Now, listen. We got to have a conversation. Yesterday, we talked about it. It was the idea of it being day zero. It was the official kickoff of the playoff push for the Wings. People have been so football obsessed. You haven't been paying attention. We gave you the five most important things you missed. And we talked about how last night's game with Colorado started a vital six-game run. And it's not just that they won. It's how they won. And I want to ask Kenny if... He's willing to change his opinion on something. Now, he has said what I'm about to say doesn't exist, that it or it's largely overrated. So let me give you one. One is that was a playoff win. That's exactly the type of game you have to play in order to go on long playoff runs. You're simply not going to dump truck teams six to four in the playoffs. It doesn't work. I don't know of any sport, Rico. Baseball, football, basketball, hockey. No sport changes more from regular season to postseason than hockey. That was a big thing. Remember we sat here maybe six weeks ago, and I said they were winless in games they didn't score at least three goals. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Wings have just not shown an ability to do it. Yep. Big win. Four or nothing. Right. Big, Big win against a good team, and that gets me to point two. This is where I want to know if Kenny is willing to change. He has said, Michael, being a fringe hockey guy, you overrate home ice advantage. You overrate it. All I will tell you is the wings and the energy in that building and what I'm deeming a home ice advantage, I think they are developing it right now. And I know Kenny's not big on the home ice thing. He lectured me. Michael, it isn't football. It's just not the same. Kenny, LCA has an energy about it with this team. And I don't know what got into Patrick Kane last night, but he was emotional. 
Now, that's a guy who's won Stanley Cups. And when he came out for the three stars and did the skate around, Mm -hmm. there was an emotion. Like, Kenny, there's something with this fan base and this building and this team. They haven't haven't appeared in the playoffs in seven years, haven't won a series in a decade. Kenny, I feel like they're regaining what they had at one point with the Joe. Now you can laugh at me, and please keep all five car flags on. We don't need to see the fifth, but... (laughs) Talk to me. This is your day, man. That was a playoff win. That was a playoff win. That was a playoff crowd. I was in a crowd similar months ago when Toronto came into town. And when that fan base shows up in that building, whoa, it's something. It's I think, Rico, you once referenced it. When that building gets full and all the fans are going, that might be one of the most fierce advantages in sports. It's loud. Because here's the thing. No, no. Because we Michael. We, we've seen it now at Ford Field, yes. at the Lions, and we're talking about, oh, my God. I've seen it in spots at Little Caesars. Now, I know we laugh because it used to, we had laughable teams. Right. So it never got loud. But I was there, like, that, when, that OU MSU game or the Baylor MSU game, and it was like, this place could be a house of horrors. Mm-hmm. If you ever really Got a winning team out there, either on the court or on the ice. The fans will show up. It will get loud. It will get intimidating. But we just never had it. But like at Ford Field, now we have it. Now you know what home field means. That I do think that all of those Detroiters will leave and they'll go across the street to the LCA. They will represent. They will do their part. Now you just need the teams to do their part. Wings playoff odds move to minus 225 with that W2. I oh. saw that. That's a massive amount of juice. It is. It's a game they weren't supposed to win, and they did. And they did it in a fashion they normally aren't capable of doing it. They're developing, and that crowd. I Kenny, I know, all jokes aside, I do. I am a sucker for home court, home ice, home field. I think the Wings are developing something here. And I'm telling you, I said it on yesterday's show, nobody would be thrilled to see them in the first round of the playoffs. Nobody. And then, you know, I didn't realize that that was their first time beating Colorado ever in, at LCA. At LCA. Is that, wow. Yeah. So my question is this. If that didn't get your attention last night, what will? Think about it. It's an empty feeling here over the next month. It's empty that, look, no one's watching the Pistons. Please don't lie to me and tell me you do. College hoops, both our teams suck. They're not even watching the Pistons to see who, you know, who's that number one pick we can get because I promise you, you can't pronounce the name. Yeah, it's actually you'd have to subscribe to like Spanish television or or French TV or mm-hmm. something. The Red Wings are real; they're right in front of our faces. And I know last night flies in the face of the descriptors we had for them, which is high flying, high scoring action. I'm actually more impressed with them winning a 2-1 game and having to come from behind to do it and winning it in OT than I would be a 6-5 game. I've seen that game. I haven't seen last night. And I was about to say that was the difference because it wasn't high scoring. It wasn't, okay, who gets the puck last? It was was one of, okay, we're down. Now we got to come back. Now we're in overtime, and you made the play. And Kane puts it in, and and there it was. And it was like, wow, 2-1. Something you normally don't see because, yeah, as you said, Mike, when they win, it seems like they've had to score four, five, six goals in order to win. Not a two-to-one comeback win at home against Colorado, a team you hadn't beaten at home in in 10 straight times. We've often seen this Red Wings team take a period or more off of a game. 
it seemed like two out of the three periods, they dominated. Despite the one goal they allowed, they put Nathan McKinnon, they stopped him. Most Sider was a force against him. And I know that's just me being a Sider fan. It's not. Because every situation they had him against him, he was blocking passes. He was getting in the way. And that's one of the best players in the world. I know we do all the Connor McJesus stuff. No, Nathan McKinnon is right up there. He's the next level. All right, take it easy. It's not Toronto Sports Radio now. I'm just trying Howard to tell you, it was a thing that I've never seen happen. Just, I want to, I want to make sure we keep this moving. Let me say this, people: if I can't get you to call in about the Red Wings and what I think is a developing home ice advantage, perhaps this will get your dander up. Right now, you have the opportunity to have an audience with Roberto. Roberto is screening calls. I just, today. just realized that I was like, "Is that Roberto?" If yep. you've ever wanted to speak to the evil genius behind the the man behind the music, as they like to say. Uh, you can call right now and have Roberto himself screen your call. What a blessing. He's very unhappy you said that. Well, the here's the key. You can talk to me for the low, low fee. Right. <laughs> no free. Easy pay. Right. It's the equivalent of a cameo, except this one's free. But here's the thing, guys. If you've always had a hard time getting through because Kenny's an actual call screener, Roberto doesn't know his elbow from his bleep hole about sports. You might be able to talk your way through. He's done that before. He's let a few people on. <laughs> hey, hey, Roberto, that's one. So, listen, we wanted to spend a couple segments on your hockey team because baseball is not happening anytime soon. Football, we're going to get to it at three. but And right? basketball is not happening anytime soon. No, and collegiately, all jokes aside, state's the best of a bad bunch, yep. and I ain't saying much. No. So let's get into it a little bit. I think LCA, for the first time, you're getting to see what that building could possibly be. And last night's win, what a way to kick off the six-game stretch. Now, listen, don't go giving it back against St. Louis on Saturday night now. Let's, you know, let's keep this moving forward, please. Don't put that out there, please. St. Louis is objectively bad. What about the Fenwick? Objectively bad. Oh, bad wick. 248-539-9797. I have got... All excuses taken away from your Detroit Lions at 3 o'clock. And if you want an audience with Roberto, we got a couple of lines open. Call up, see how his day's going, talk to He'll him. He'll tell you. You know, <laughs> see, ask Roberto what he thought about Patrick Kane's emotion. He's here to screen your calls today. It is a limited time engagement. It's like the Home Shopping Network. <laughs> call up and talk Hi, to him. Is this Roberto? Yes, it is. And if you call right now, he will tell you about his most, in his mind, the most underrated vinyl release of 1988. Mm. But wait, there's, there's more. 248-539-9797. We'll get your phone calls next. And the wings, all positive. LCA, that place is electric right now. I think it's a developing home ice advantage. Also, Roberto is our call screener today. If yeah, you wanna... guys, I got to interrupt. This has been some of the least efficient call screening I, I've seen in quite some time. He's having full six, seven-minute conversations with people. People are like, oh, you should get paid more, Roberto, back here. Well, well Kenny, the funny thing is, look, looking at his demeanor, he's just got that look like he's at a desk. Got not a care no, in the seriously, world. Seriously, so let me tell you about this. This is pretty nice. So wait, you're saying put in the meatball second. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just watching the phones ring. Lines are lighting up. None of these people are ending up on the air. Like, Mike, we got seven calls. You had seven calls at one point. That that happened. You actually almost had a full uh, full rack of calls here. And then uh, and then Roberto happened. 
And Roberto's like, no, I really do think Gene Simmons was underrated. He was. Oh, my God. You do, too? Yeah. All he right. was my favorite Pink Floyd album. No, little, that was my favorite. A little bit of patience if you call to have Roberto <laughs> screen your call. Just understand it's going to be a little bit more of a curated experience today. Kenny, would you like to go to the ticket text before sure. we... Before we get to caller, because Roberto timed out the other 12. This is a real home advantage. I was there yesterday, never seen anything like it in this building. No, it really is. LCA was built at the worst time possible because both teams were such garbage. Mm -hmm. Now you're getting to see the building in some ways get a little bit of an identity. And it was always going to be the home of the Red Wings. I mean, the Pistons are nothing more than a redheaded stepchild. They just, they, they pay rent. They lease. This is the home of the Wings. So it, it's only fitting the Wings are the one to give it its identity. Home of champions. Oh, that's right. Champions. Home of Joe Bucks. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Kenny. Am I the only one moving my three flags to four or maybe even five car flags? I think if they are able to string together three, four wins in a row here, you don't have a choice but to go to four car flags. Five is if you go to five, it means you think they're going to win a playoff series, mm -hmm. that they're a mortal lock. I'm not doing that. But I have no problem if you told me today after that win last night, if they do their job, they're absolutely making the playoffs. That's four car flags. It was the type of win that they got. It wasn't a high-scoring game. It was low-scoring. You got it done. You came from behind. That screams playoffs. It's impressive. Yes. Kenny. And we got it done on a random Thursday evening game. It wasn't like – it was the avalanche. It was – Heritage Night or whatever they called it, but I think it's impressive that they actually did it on a on a weekday and not a you know a Saturday or a Sunday. I why think would why would that be? Because Saturday and Sunday, you know, people are working on Fridays. People have things to do during the weekdays. I often when I go to Wings games, I see it less crowded during you know the okay. Wednesdays and Thursdays. I, oh, think I it's, noted. I think it's relevant. Okay, uh, let's go to Shane ninety seven one. Shane, how you doing? I'm good, Mike. How you how you guys doing? Good, good man. What's on your mind? Good, good. Uh, well, uh, you know, how, how great is it to see a plan come together? And I'm talking about the Iser plan. You know, we're, we're witnessing it. And whether we're watching or not, I mean, whether we're paying attention, I'm paying attention. And uh, just a few things, man. Um, Alex Lyon, you know, the, doesn't even get a star last night. Guy plays out of his mind. Um helps the team win uh we're seeing consistent this is what happens when you see a consistent goalie uh you start piling up the wins that's one number two i want to uh say dylan larkin you know without the guy he's heart and soul um he's not going to put up 50 goals like a certain player in toronto but we don't need him um larkin is heart and soul man and uh he's gonna just just watch come playoff time. I, I think you're right, Mike. Nobody wants to play Detroit. No. Uh, what, just watch LCA in, in April. And we're it's so good to see a plan come together, boys. Isn't it? Yeah, I mean, especially when, you know, a couple of the other uh, builds are stuck in neutral. Yeah, Shane, hell yes it is. And, and again, they did the things we wanted. They needed a front-line, first-line scorer. They finally went out and got to brink it. They finally went out and made that move. That made sense of the more balanced depth moves. It's all there. And now the last piece to the puzzle is earn the right to show Iserman that it's time to buy at the deadline and add a piece 
to your blue line rotation. Your first pairing is set, and it's very good, but beyond that, empty. You need a veteran to help back there, and you'll call Evanson up, You'll ha- but he needs a partner that knows what the hell they're doing. I think that's the next move. So, yeah, like let's stack some wins here to where the playoffs, it would start to take a collapse not to make it. Yeah, the stack some wins thing is especially important because the games we got coming up are, I'm not saying they you ha- they are must win, but they're not, they're trap games is what I look at them as now because they're very winnable games. You have the St. Louis Blues, who are not a very good hockey team, and you have the Chicago Blackhawks, who are barely a hockey team at all. So basically no letdown is this, what you're saying. This would be a letdown spot. They have a back-to-back yeah. against two poor teams. So yeah, you collect the win, so therefore down the line the other teams are playing catch-up to you, where you could afford to drop a game or two because they're going to have to go on like a six, seven-game winning streak in order just to catch you. So yes. Stack the wins. Yeah, now. it's like the Lions down the stretch. Just stack the wins, get into the right spot. That's all you need to do. And maybe at some point, Roberto could begin stacking calls. So what? what is your name again? How, how do you pronounce Sam? I feel S- like Roberto's reading people horoscopes over there. Like you're not, he's not paid by the minute. Right. Wait, hold on. Sam, could you spell that, please? Kenny, hit, hit us with a few tickets. <laughs> I'm heading to LCA next, next Saturday. Can't wait to experience the Red Wings atmosphere. When's the next time you're going? I don't know. It's a good question. I should end up there this weekend. Uh, You know what? I just kind of assumed that you were there last night. No, no, no. I was enjoying from my own chalet. The the tickets are getting a little harder to come by. Uh Uh-huh. I'm noticing that. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I guess I should have took you up on the uh, last time. You were like, hey, you want to come with me? Should have done it. I should have. Let's go to Carson, 97.1. Carson, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. What's on your mind? Yeah, well, I just want to talk about all the off-season signings that the Wings did. I mean, we're leading the league in points with off-season signings. You got DeBrinket, Kane, Sprong. All these guys are tearing it up. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Yeah, they had it. Listen, they had a very effective off-season. They spent money. They brought in a front-line player. They brought in depth. They took a chance on Kane. Mm-hmm. Everything they've done, it's worked. That's part of why you wanted to bring in Steve Eiserman because he's really good at what he does. Now, you got to build on it. I just don't see a scenario where you don't add at the deadline. I don't. No. And then you go into the summer, and the summer needs to be uh, not a bonanza, but like you make the moves to become a Stanley Cup team this summer. So it's all happening. Yeah, kind of like to parallel the Lions. You you want to try to get into the playoffs. Now, once you get in, now let's try to win this whole thing. Oh, I thought it was then hold receipts and act like you're the smartest people to ever grace earth, even though you didn't win anything. Or that. Or that. Uh, Look, I think, I'm just I think telling Eisenman's you. a little more classier. He won't do that. But uh, you know what? Eiserman's also earned certain rights, I think, that other people haven't. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a very weird heel turn by the Lions so far. Very weird. It is. Don't get high on your own supply now. We're all happy with the playoff wins, but like, I'm, I must have missed the highlight reel from the Super Bowl because you weren't in it. It was a weird flex. Very, very, and we'll get, yeah. We'll get to their offseason coming up at three because something happened in the NFL today that gives you no excuses. And the Lemmings are going to have a real hard time with this topic. So we're probably 
Trust him, bro. Balake, if you want to go to war, we can go to war. We're going to go to war at three, I guarantee. <laughs> D-nice! <laughs> Blake. I, that is, honestly, that Key and Peele sketch, I, I've seen it 500 times. There it was another never one. ceases to be funny. There was another one I guess I never saw where they all had to get up and go take, like, photos for their different clubs. Oh, yeah, yeah he had a melta. Oh, Shanasay. <laughs> oh, hag, Shanasay. <laughs> D-nice, where you going? I'm a member of the chess club. No, you're not. <laughs> the one kid's like Steve Fan. He's like, present. Where, where you got to go? I got to go pick up my kid. Okay. Dismissed. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, if you know, you know. And if you don't, I'm sorry. You should go check it. It's one of the funniest Key and Peele skits ever. I'm a future leaders club. Wait, so you got a time machine at home? Roberto, when you're not exchanging recipes on the phone lines with people, perhaps we could put in a few clips. All right, we will get more of your phone calls. This is Kenny's Hour. The Wings with a huge win. Are we seeing the true birth of LCA as a real building, not a morgue? And we'll get to the NFL at 3. 97-1. Oh, it's the birth of LCA. And look, we talked about it yesterday. It was the beginning of the playoff push. I just want to know when you're going to get on board here. This team's worth your time. We started the year saying it. We're saying it now. Uh, We'll get to the Lions at three because there's NFL news today that leaves Brad Holmes and the Lemming fan base. No excuses. You have no out. There is nowhere to run. I will explain. And then we're probably going to war. Uh, Let's go right to the people, though. Roberto is the call screener today. I'm 90% sure someone just hurled an ethnic slur at him during the break. Sir, sir, if, you, if my dad owes you 50 grand, take it up with him. I don't know what to tell him. <laughs> this, is not, this is not a collections agency. It's a radio show. But Roberto will screen your call live. You can talk Italian food, all types of lifestyle plays, whatever you like. Let's go to Or Hair Dye, because that beard is electric. Let's go to Ben, 97.1. What's up, Benny? What's going on, Mike? How hey, are you? I had a question for you guys. Oh, pretty good. Not bad. Can't complain. Yes, sir. That emotion that Patrick Kane showed last night, do you think that was more on a personal level? Like, hey, you know, hip surgery, 35 years old, I can still do this? Or do you think it was more of him saying, wow, you know, this team, this, this arena, these fans, you know, I, I'm buying in. I want to sign another two-year extension here, and I want to bring home Lord Stanley. What, what you guys I, I Ben, I think all of it's in play. Yeah. Kenny, what was your take on it? I, for me, I think it's hard for me to read into it, but, Ben, that was a pretty electric place. That's the biggest goal he scored in a while. I don't know. Maybe it just got to him like, wow, I didn't think I'd be in an environment like this again. I don't know. See, I think both things could be true. I think it's when you come back from the injury and the first time where you almost forget that you were injured and you just become that player. He was just a hockey player. He made a goal and then he thought about, oh, my goodness, everything that took place before, in my opinion, I think that's where a lot of the emotion came in. It's like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm back. I feel like I'm me again. Right. You know, and I, you know, I, there's a little bit of me that wants, you know, obviously, you know, it's got his personal, you know, side of it, but I want it to be about this team because I want him to stay here. And, you know, I, I think with him on the team, it brings a whole nother level and diam- or diameter to the team. So I think it's all good, but I'm going to hang up guys and uh, have a good day. Appreciate it, Ben. Yeah, Kenny, what was your takeaway? My takeaway from the Patrick Kane thing was this guy maybe thought at one point that he wasn't going to play hockey ever again. Now he scores a big goal in front of a whole bunch of people who just, I mean... You saw it on TV. The textures are confirming it. 
the most electric that place may have ever been. It was the birth of the arena. The, the, the arena's been nothing but a soulless, gray structure. The only thing that makes an arena good is it's it's not a LED roof, even though we feel like we, feel like we got hoodwinked. The point is, it's it's there has to be memories and moments that birth the the building. I mean, think about it. No one, if you are younger, and you were not a part of 06 with the Tigers in the World Series, right? And and what that environment was like against the Yankees and against Oakland. And then in the World Series, like, if you don't, dude, I'm telling you, the night that Kenny Rogers dominated the Yankees in a rally towels, I mean, like, now you just see Comerica as a graveyard. Mm -hmm. But that's not what it is. So we're finally getting a chance to see what LCA can be. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, you look at Ford Field and you saw how loud with the decimal meter, and it was like, wow, this became that place where – you're seeing all the false starts, and you're seeing how the crowd affects the game. That LCA's always had that potential. And now I think with the Wings, you're about to see what you saw this fall or go across the Woodward, and you're going to see it at the LCA. Go to Tom971. Tommy, what's going on, buddy? Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. You guys rock. Um, I am still uh, uh, in shock. Um, last night the game was, Amazing. Um, the, the energy, um, w- what I saw Detroit do, they took perhaps the best transition hockey team in the NHL, and they had four guys all over the ice, and they just shut them down. Um, their back-checking is improved tremendously over the past two months, and this is the type of team that, um, you know, you, you take a look. This team can score. Now we're learning how to how to play defense. We're dropping, you know, our goals against is, is coming down, you know, below the threes when you're taking a look at where we're trending. So, well, and it also helps you've got health at the goal to goalie spot. I mean, you had some wicked injuries there for about a month where we were one step from having Roberto in net. So, like, now yeah. to get Lion back, to get some stability, it's all coming. Hey, Pepper, it's all coming together. Like, it's it just is. let's make a move at the deadline. Let's add a little bit. Absolutely. Yep. Definitely. We need a box defenseman. We we already have offensive defensemen and no, this, uh, this puzzle is coming together. It's a beautiful thing. Thank it you, is. gentlemen. Tommy, all I want is when the NFL draft is in town, I want the Red Wings to have a playoff game. That's the goal. That is what, like, that is to me very what? Wow. No, that would, I mean, logistic, logistical nightmare. Well, it's going to be a nightmare no matter what. So I right. figure let's just turn it into a total hellscape and <laughs> just blow it out. You just want to go full Hunger Games, Lord of the Flies. Yeah. Got I you. just tell it. Like, <laughs> yeah, really test the city's infrastructure. Let's see what we got here. Dude, Taylor Swift tested it. The draft in a Red Wings home playoff game would, would utter, it would just, you may as well set up a tent city at that point because ain't nobody going to be able to move. Let's go over to Nick, 97.1. Nick, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Hey, fellas, how you doing? Good, man. What's on your mind? Um, so I, the last time I paid attention to hockey was 2015. I left the state, hadn't really had a reason to seek out the wings, and I think now you're bringing, they're bringing hockey casuals back in, and that's why you're yep. seeing LCA light up the way that it is and uh, getting people excited again for the wings. And, and look, you know what, Nick? I, 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 I never viewed it as an insult. I think outside of a very few American cities, which I don't think Detroit is one, 
you don't have enough dyed-in-the-wool hardcore hockey fans that you don't need the casuals to take your venue to the next level. That's not a shot. It's just hockey is a very difficult sport. If you don't grow up around it, if it's not your favorite sport, it's very hard to get into it. And hockey town, when the wings are good, elite. When they're not, very average. So, yeah, I it, Nick, the casuals, myself included, this is what it takes. This is the cost of admission. It's a very niche sport. I mean, it's hard to get the the outsider, the average sports fan who's like, I'll watch a little bit of this and that. It's harder to get those people in. And now that we have, you see what it looks like. Yes. And again, baseball's the same way, guys. Let's take it a step further. How many ballparks sell out on a night-in, night-out basis when the ball club is average or bad? St. Louis won. Uh, I don't, you know, there aren't many towns. No. Hey, newsflash, Yankee Stadium was empty last year. When when teams are good, the casuals yeah. come out. Like the hardcore fan is a very small number. Right. I'm trying to think. Eh, Dodger Stadium, no. Oh, they spent seven billion dollars. You should go to the game. Yeah. But it, you know, you get there at the fourth inning because of traffic. Me- meanwhile, I got to listen to audio cuts of Scott Harris being like, "Oh, I lusted after Urshela all off season." Like the guy had a broken pelvis. You paid him a million dollars. Like, what are we doing here? He was the piece. I knew it. Uh, okay, I'll we, go to Cameron. We I'll had see. to get to him before all the other teams did. Right, before everyone passed on him for a fifth time. <laughs> Cameron, how are you? What's going on, fellas? Talk hey. to us. Hey, Kenny, I don't want to put you on the spot, but what's the uh, ticket going for for Saturday against the Blues 12 o'clock puck drop? Probably a pretty penny. I don't have it in front of me. But I'll, you, pull, you, I'll take care that, of both these. All right. I got you covered. You continue with the call. I'll get you a number in two seconds. Yep. So the Wings are getting ready to go on a run where they're going to play four teams where they have a better point uh, total right now. So from here on out, I'm going to mark – I want you to put a game down in your calendar. (laughs) February 29th against the Islanders, if the Wings find a way to win the next three games, which will put them at a six-game win streak, and they go on to win that seventh game – Mark my word, you will see a playoff atmosphere at Joe Louis Arena for the rest of the year. I like it. By the way, yeah. cheapest ticket in the house is 56. I'm using game time. 56. If you want that yep. next level of tickets, you can get lower goal, row 14, $100 bill. Now you want the premium stuff, the club seating, that's all 350 and up. But cheapest ticket is 58 bucks. Good seats, yep. decent seats, about a $100 bill. And um, uh, real real quick on the uh, you know the blue line comment, Mike, during the yeah. trade deadline. Yeah. I think they need an enforcer. I think they need somebody that'll put their nose in the you know what when the going gets tough because playoff hockey is totally different. It's attrition. You got to have a you got some you need somebody that can go in there and just throw elbows. So All I'm right. gonna call and hang. Uh, I'll listen up, guys. You got it, Cameron. Yeah. No problem. Appreciate it, Kenny. Give me an enforcer we can acquire. Well, it's not even – I don't think this is the year to do that. That's a that's a move you make when you're already assured a playoff. You've made the conference finals Correct. and you want a little more grit, as Yeah, they you say. need that grease to help you get all the way. That's fine. You get all the way to the cup. Yeah, exactly. That's this, not a move you need to be making this year. This year, just let's get to the table. Get more sound defensively. Kenny says the wings spot. need to acquire Peter Worrell. All yeah, right. right. Get you a Chris Pronger, why don't you? No, I mean it's – John Avery, get in there. <laughs> Yeah, I got some old school ones, but then I'll sound real old if I bring them up. So I'll just leave it alone. 
Basil McRae. All right, let's, that's, we're done. 248-539-9797. We're going to give Connor the last word on this deal, and we'll move it along. Connor, what's going on, buddy? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, uh, I'm sick as a dog, home from work, but if you're going to talk hockey, I'm going to make my best effort to call in. My man. All um, right. <laughs> now, you know, looking back, I think it was 2018, uh, Iserman kind of threw down the gauntlet that the rebuild was over, and what he did was he traded for Ryan McDonough, who was probably the best defenseman on the Rangers. I think they're captain. And although I didn't think that – I don't think they won that year, but what it did is it signaled, all right, you know, the rebuild is over. So I heard Kenny talking about, like, okay, maybe this isn't the year for that. I argue the other way that, you know, although it might not end up with a Stanley Cup, if we get a guy who's signed for another two or three years, two, three, four, five years – um, it's going to, it's going to show the whole world that the wings are back. It's time to push for time to push for a cup might not be this year, but the rebuild's over. I agree hundred percent, but I know you addressed it to Kenny. So Kenny, go ahead. Last word is yours, brother. No, I, I agree with the idea of if it's a longer term, if it's a, you, you sign him after you trade for him type of deal, then yeah, that, that totally fits because this is the timeline to win. Yeah. I, I just, you know what, Connor, I think we're all like-minded on it, brother. And, and please feel better. It's just, yeah. If you want to keep waiting and waiting and waiting, there is no perfect time. Mm -mm. And that's kind of my message coming up in 16 minutes. All these people want to take this whole pragmatism, we're the smartest people in the room. We're going to have some problems because something happened in the NFL today that it leaves you no outs. Let me write down what you're about to say in case I need to use them for receipts. (laughs) You. All right. Quick one-segment timeout from the business at Enrico's got something fun for us, so I want to let you intro this. I don't know what type of production we have. I know Evan just said he refused to be a part of the segment, so we're off to a great start. <laughs> Mike, uh, we're going to have some fun. Kenny, we got music. Oh, so this is going to be... It's going to be something sad and woeful. It's sad, but it's funny, but I want to see how well you guys can guess the worst... Win percentage in the last 10 years of the four major sports. And Detroit it's Pistons. Pictons. Wait. They are a part of this. So <laughs> you just jump. I was going to give you a breakdown. It's actually 26 because there's a tie for uh, last. But eight NFL teams, three Major League Baseball teams, eight NBA teams, seven NHL teams. Wow. See, are, that's, that surprises me about hockey because it's so competitive. The Sabres have got to be on there, don't they? Sabres, I would guess. Um, the Senators had some bad teams Buffalo in there. Sabres? Yes. Yes. Give me Ottawa. They Is came Ottawa in there? at seven. They've been terrible. Yes. They've been real bad. Who did you say? Ottawa, Ottawa yeah. Ottawa, 15th at point, uh, four, three, three. Uh Coyotes. Oops. Great guess. Hold on. Uh-oh, Rico's taking a call. <laughs> the Coyotes... Are yes. Oh, thank God. They are say, they eight. had to be. No yep. belding. A top ten guess. Eight. These guys slipping over. Kenny, let's see if we can get the rest of the hockey. Go ahead. Right. Um, so the Red Wings were really, really, really bad in the last ten years. I think historically bad. Are they on the list? The Red Wings are mm, yes. At twelve. He's, he's playing head games with us. <laughs> Maybe no. All right. Who else in the, the NHL? The Canadians were real bad. For they a bottomed there. out. You're right. 
Yeah, oh boy. Things got bad with Carey Price's knee. All right. Montreal, Les Habitants. No. I hate you. They did not right. make the cut. Let's go to Kenny. Close. He just no. razzle-dazzled me like Bob Barker. The Blue Jackets have been a poverty franchise for the last 20 years, so Columbus. But they have a cannon. Ooh. <laughs> and they also did not make the list. Okay, now that we've back-to-back missed, reveal the rest of the NHL. We'll move to the All next right. sport. The rest is the Coyotes, the Sabres, the Red Wings, Senators, Kraken, Devils, Blackhawks, Canadians. Nope, Blackhawks, Blackhawks, that was an obvious one. How do we Blackhawks. miss that? Connor Bedard. So, listen, mistakes were made. All right, so now let's go to the NBA. NBA, the I've given the Pictons. I want to back it up with this guest, the Charlotte Hornets. The Pictons and the Charlotte Hornets. Pistons are at as bad as they are. They're at three. There are two teams worse in the four major sports than the Pistons last two years. But they're at three. They're at three. The Charlotte Hornets are at 20. Okay. How many total in the NBA? Eight. Because technically somebody's percentage tied the Blackhawks. I'll go Washington Wizards. The Washington Wizards, Mike, you are. He's doing it again. He's giving me to razzle-dazzle. I want to make sure the Wizards are not there. You're a liar and a bad person. They're close. They are close. They're horrible. They're at the uh, play-in games, but they are not there. I can't even look at Kenny for a guess. He doesn't like the NBA. The Bobcats. Stop. They're not even (laughs) a thing anymore. Um, Okay, timeout. Over the last decade, team that's picked number one twice, I think, continually. What about the New Orleans franchise? You're saying the New Orleans Pelicans? Yes, slash Hornets, whatever they were, yeah. Show me the Hornets. All right, that's three. I got five more to go? Yeah. I got to think. This is really not great. Okay, wait a minute. You don't have to go. Here's your hint, Mike. You don't have to go far. No, the Bulls. Cavs? No. Just give me the rest. It was was, unbelievable. Hit for you, Mike. You don't have to. The magic. You don't have to go far. The Knicks. Oh. And the Nets. Really? The Nets are tied with the Blackhawks for the worst in the last 10 years. I never realized the level of Brooklyn Nets futility. Sacramento Kings, Los Angeles Lakers. Timberwolves. The T-Wolves, I would have guessed. Yes. Because this year they're good, but it has been a disaster. Yes. Wow. All right, let's go to baseball. How many total? Three. Ten-year run. Tigers. Got to be. Okay. Kenny on the board. Tigers at 21. All right, we're on the board. Think futility. Now, here's an interesting one. They won the World Series once, but then they've gotten historically bad. Uh Uh-oh, I think. Would it be the Royals? Look at that! At 24. What about the Pirates? Close, but no. Mm, Hold on. National League team. Miami? National League team. Okay. No, they were... Hold on. Now, they had one playoff appearance. But, Kenny, it might be your B squad. Would it be the Cincinnati Reds? Cincinnati Reds coming in at 23. And now your eight NFL teams. Now, remember, 
Two of these teams have a worse win percentage than the Pistons. Than the Pictons. And by the way, thanks to the last two years, the Lions are off this list. Or you would have had all four major sports in Detroit on this list. So let me start close to home. The New York football Giants. (laughs) Number four. Horrendous. Let me add the rat bait team they share a stadium with that, by the way, MetLife has seen a total of one playoff game since 2010 between the two teams, the New York football Jets. Number two. (laughs) There's only one team worse than all the teams out there. But, yes, the two New York teams. Boy, there's not a lot going on in New York. Thanks for reminding me, (laughs) and thanks for stopping by. Kenny, you got Sabaro. One of America's <laughs> pie. What about Jacksonville? Kenny wins. Excellent. The number one team. Well, the worst team in the last 10 years. Let me give you a team that before. Now, they've had two good years, too. But the other eight might be so bad, including the worst head coach record of all time. It may have not have made up for it. Cleveland Browns. All right. We have one, two, three, four teams left. Four left, left, Kenny. What about Houston? No, they made the playoffs three, four years in a row. Yeah, but this is 10 years. They had some lean years back then. And by one percentage point, they're out. Thank you, TJ Yates. A 451 win percentage. All right, let's go. 450 was the cutoff. NFC, they're trash. I don't remember the last time they were actually good and I respected them. The Chicago Bears. Yes! <laughs> this is my game. <laughs> Give me a game all about being terrible. I'm in. All right, Kenny, back to you. We have three, three more. Give me the Commanders. Great pick. Kenny. Great pick. Mike, terrible can you franchise. match Kenny? There's two okay. Left. All right, I, ha- I have one. And I just don't know if they've been bad enough for long enough. Because what about the Raiders? Yes. That was going to be my guess. Uh, Back to Raquel. Over to Kenny. There's one left, Kenny. Do you need a hint? I do need a hint. Why does he get a hint? Oh, no. Come on, Kenny. You can do this. It's not that hard when you think about it. I'm blanking here. No, no. What do we got? Give me a hint. Give me something here that I can work with. Give me a hint. I'm in a good mood. It's Friday. Arizona. No. That's my guess. No. Uh, they are in, well, the. I'm trying to think. Yes, they're in the NFC. Lions played them last season. Tampa Bay? I don't know. Just they have a tiny quarterback. Oh, Carolina. <laughs> All you got to do is say tiny quarterback. I picked the wrong tiny quarterback when I said Arizona. Yeah, diminutive QBs. Um. Listen, where I'm disappointed in myself is the NBA. I should have done better there. Hockey, I was pleased we got got most. Baseball, we nailed. Football, we nailed. I should have got Chicago. I'm still upset about that. The Blackhawks one is a real bad job by us at large. But overall, see, I enjoyed this. Blackhawks Blackhawks and the Brooklyn Nets all tied 450. I never would have got to Brooklyn. And, And Kansas City Royals. They all had 450. What do we even call this? The futility index? Where was this from? I was just searching the web, and I came across this, and I told those guys, I got a blitz, but you're not allowed to go and look this up because this is going to be fun. 
worst win percentages in the last 10 years. Why? Because there were three Detroit teams in there. What a blessing it's been. 97-1. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, and similar to that ref in St. Louis last night, you're not going to like what I have to say, but you're going to hear it, and away we go. News in the NFL today that I think takes away any excuses for the Lions not to be aggressive and not to go all out. And understand the backdrop of this was inexplicably, in in a very bizarre manner, a team that didn't even get to the Super Bowl, much less win it, having a receipts party for people like Dave Burkett. Dave is infinitely fair and one of the best beat writers in the league. The point is there's an air of, Smartest guy in the room going around. And while Brad Holmes has been very good drafting, the free agency has not been that good. Just hasn't. How'd that rebuilt secondary work? It didn't. So here's the point. We think it's been foreshadowed by Brad Holmes. Oh, no, no, we know best. We're not going to go out and have some bold offseason. We're not going to go out and be big in free agency. You, you pores, just sit there. We've got this all covered. Well, I think that's kind of novel from a group that didn't hang a banner last year, that didn't win anything. Yes, winning the division was important to us. Winning a playoff game was important to us. That Those are not things that the league does cartwheels over, okay? Like the Pittsburgh Steelers make the playoffs every year. The owner said, quote, I'm sick of this. The Cowboys won 12 games three straight years, won the division. Jerry Jones is about to burn the building down. So Rico and I have said, you're in your Super Bowl window. And it is just clear as the day is long, there are a multitude of edge rushers that are going to be free agents, and there are a multitude of high-end corners. You need one or both. And I'm basically public enemy number one because I don't do the lemming routine. Rico doesn't do the lemming routine. I can both tell you I think Brad Holmes has done a very nice job, but Brad Holmes is not some kind of messiah. 
You know, I'm sorry, but Brad Holmes is not going to be uh, mistaken for Eddie DeBartolo Jr. anytime soon with four rings. Take it easy. <laughs> you know, you're a long way from Belichick. So I am going to question things. I am going to give you my opinion. That's what sports are for, and it's what I'm paid to do. Well, news in the NFL today, Ricardo, I think it takes away any excuses the Lions would have to be anything other than bold. The This is a Dave Burkett headline, so maybe Brad can keep a receipt here. Detroit Lions swimming in cap, spa, cap space after the NFL sets the salary cap at $255.4 million. And you go, well, that number doesn't mean anything to me. What is it at now? Glad you asked. The cap this year was 224.8. So to keep this nice and clean, we're just going to say the cap went up 30 million bucks. Now, what does that mean to you? Glad you asked. Mm -hmm. This is where Dave's a pro. The Lions have 171 million in commitments for 24. That number will increase once Amon Ross St. Brown and Aleem McNeil are factored in. They have 23 in dead money. You break it down, the Lions are going to open with roughly, before restructuring, before cutting anyone else, they are going to open up with $65 million in cap space. That puts them number eight in the league. Right. Number eight, not 18, not 28, number eight. $65 million in cap space. What it ends up being is this increase today just dropped a $15, $16 million bomb on you. Money that wasn't there, that's there now. This is before you redo people's deals. This is before you cut other people like Tracy Walker. So here's my question. How can you offer this franchise and Brad Holmes any wiggle room when it comes to the type of offseason they need to have? You didn't beat San Francisco because your defense is trash. Now, they try hard, and Aaron Glenn is the equivalent of a chef, a five-star chef cooking with two-star ingredients. He's doing the best he can. Yep. Whether it's a Daniil Hunter, whether it's a Chris Jones, whether it's a, a Legereus Sneed, whether it's a, a Kendall Fuller. I, guys, I don't get lost in names. I, I want the data. I want the performance. I want the player. I I have said this to you. I cannot sit here this offseason and do what many of you are doing. Well, whatever Brad Holmes thinks is best, I guess we'll just go with that. Go somewhere else. I want to win a Super Bowl. You're not a Brad bot. No, I'm not a bot for any sports franchise. Listen, think about this. Let's take what we're talking about with the Lions and let's let's move it to another sport and a team I like. A team that has made the Super Bowl. A team that has had a decade of success. A team that had it all. The Boston Celtics still have not won the Larry O'Brien trophy. Brad Stevens, Danny, I was ready to run Danny Ainge out of town. Danny Ainge brought me a title. Danny Ainge engineered a rebuild that produced Eastern Conference Finals appearances and then a finals appearance two years ago that now Brad Stevens is in charge of. 
Uh, every year, I am wholly unsatisfied without a championship, and I want more. These, are, these are all facts, people. What he, did the Celtics do this offseason? It wasn't good enough to just pay Jalen Brown, run it back with Tatum and Brown, and whatever they want is good enough for me. They went out and got Chris Stapps Porzingis. They went out and got Drew Holiday. They are loaded for bear. They went out at the deadline and got Xavier Tillman and all his children. So my point is, why would I ever be different with your team? This is a quest we're on. This is about having a parade down Woodward. It is. So just miss me with any of this in Brad I Trust garbage. It's weak-minded. You don't think for yourself. And you're afraid is what that line of thinking really is. Because with $65 million in cap space, Rico, you and I both agree on this. The cap isn't even real. It's not. You have roughly a three- to five-year window. If right. you're lucky of being a Super Bowl team, it's go time. The problem is this. If you're homes, you got all that money. Are you going to be aggressive? I would like for him to go out there. I took... I wanted him to go and get an edge. I mean, we all heard the Chase Young drop. We, I remember the day when you promptly told me to to get out. Mm. You passed on people because you thought, okay, well, Houston's going to come back and he's going to be this guy, except for he didn't come back until pretty much the end of the season and he didn't have the impact that you thought he was going to. So now you should go out here and you have the money for free agency. You make it fit. My biggest question that I think Mike, they're going to take this extra money and they're going to reinvest in themselves. They're going to reinvest in the guys they already have on the team. Which and I encourage them to do, but they're not mutually exclusive. I, I understand that. Any GM worth their, worth their salt could take this, accomplish what he needs to in-house, and go get the shopping done outside of the house. But Holmes has shown me that he appreciates and he cares about everybody in the locker room and it's Detroit versus the world. I don't see him bringing in. He should. He's got the money. There's no excuse anymore. Cause, but I, I've lowered the bar. I don't see it happening okay. because he won't there, do there, it. Okay, and, and for the record, Rico does something that I don't do. Lower the bar. I don't do it. Don't believe in it. They are capable. Rico, I just think about, in my mind, four of the top 100 picks coming up in this draft that's coming to town. If they go out and get a big-time corner, let's say, and then you back it up at 29 and you select a corner, do you know how different that secondary looks? Mm -hmm. Now Sutton can be the number two that he is, and I have an understudy for both of them that I can bring along slowly as a bit of a luxury. Your nickel corner. That's yeah. right. I, I just, I now, do now not. Now you can move Branch more to a safety role. Like, there's so many different things that you can yes. do. So I'd like to hear from the people on this. Because for anyone who's crying about money, well, we got to pay this guy. We got to pay that guy. But well, see, that's just it. I think, I wonder if Holmes is kind of like the fans. Well, what about when Sewell's contract is going to come up and Aiden's is going to come I got up? Two and we got to pay golf. And I got two Ra. more years with Sewell. I got three more with Aiden. I'm on Ryan Golf. We're going to have to pay them. We and the keep minute the you pay golf, it'll be restructured. Or you pay Amon Ra, or you restructure someone else's deal. My only thing is, if, if you if you're going to reinvest and you got this extra money and you're going to Resign golf, do it now, front load it. Take this extra money and kind of put it to, so when later down the line, when you need to get rid of him, he's not going to be a big captain. And here's the other thing. Here, you want to know where Sewell's money's coming from? When Taylor Decker walks out the door in a year. I mean, guys, uh, just this is the world we live in. 
I mean, it, it, yes, that makes sense, but I don't think people want to That's why that. I wouldn't be mad if they drafted an O-lineman at 29. Want to start having those conversations? Go with that referee. You're not going to want to hear this, but that's the whole key. Rico, this is not like radio blather of you or I attaching ourselves to some inherent bias of one player they must have or it's a failure. No, that's petulant. I'm not doing that. I'm saying any of the elite edges or any of the elite corners is priority one, two, and three in free agency, which begins in roughly two weeks. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even limit it to edge. I would go de- defensive line. If you upgrade your D tackles, be able to rotate them in. Add strength to your strength. That's fine. Sure. If you went out and got a difference maker. Yeah. Like, let's say a week from today, you get news that someone told Chris Jones to F off and he said, I'll never be a chief again. I'd go. line up to hand him 30 million bucks. Yep. Chris Jones next to Aleem McNeil. Yeah. Okay. You enjoy. You stay up late game planning for that. I'm going to sleep now. Like, guys, I just want to understand with the news today and, and, and for context. The cap only went up $15 million last year. It went up 31 this year. You have been handed a player. Literally, a $15 million a expenditure. You could get the you could go out and get Legereus Sneed with that money mm-hmm. if Sneed doesn't return to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Guys, tell me what outs they have not to deliver a bold offseason that puts them squarely in the Super Bowl conversation. There's- this news today is huge. <laughs> because you, with the thirty-one million in increase, you can go out, and I'm talking like Cam Sutton and and you know, C.J. Gardner Johnson. No, you can get an impact player yeah, with you know that what? money. Here's you don't have to shop at the uh, discount DVD bin. No. You can go out there and you can get the main thing. And I have always said it: when bad teams go crazy in free agency, bad things happen. Right? It's it play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Free agency is generally for the elite. Free agency or where people like Rico from that privileged Pope mobile stop to hand a poor person a dollar and they just go, <laughs> oh, look, I've acquired Christian McCaffrey. Like, this is how you become. They had to give up things. Yeah, and it's just, yeah, guys, I, I can't sit here. If you can afford to dine at the best restaurant on the planet, then why the hell are you eating at a, at a roadside garbage can? And I would, no, no, I would take it the next step. If you could afford to dine at the best restaurant, then don't check the bill when it comes to the table. Just pay it the cost. And right now, you're you're itemizing. Yep. You're trying to say, well, I only had the hors d'oeuvres and you had the drinks. No, no, no. You're one of the big boys now. Just throw the credit card down there, pay the cost, tip the waiter, and walk out. And here's the other angle to it. And I, I know you're not going to like this part, but whatever. I like that, bro. You're not going to like this. <laughs> But this is this is where <laughs> trades take place, too. This oh. is where you don't need all that draft capital. This is where if somebody decides they're going to do a sign-and-trade, if somebody decides, hey, I want to go out and I want to trade for a, a big-time player, that's a thing in the NFL now. It's what propelled Philly to a Super Bowl two years ago, getting A.J. Brown. You're number one, too, Kenny. 248-539-9797. We will get your phone calls next, 97.1. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The NFL salary cap going up by $31 million which after some uh, expenditures gives you a free 16.5 and puts you firmly at number eight before you do any restructuring, before you cut anybody else, almost $66 million in cap space. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, but shopping for Lethal Weapon 3 at the DVD bin, that doesn't work for me this offseason. This is about putting the cherry on top of the Sunday. This is about giving Aaron Glenn real tools. I want mean dudes who hurt people for a living. That's what I want. Uh, that, that does mean I pay a defensive lineman 20 plus million dollars. You're damn right. I want dudes. It's time. And if you want to get lulled into smartest guy in the room theater and we're going to sign somebody else's garbage and fix them.com, cool. I don't have to subscribe to your website. You're close to being a Super Bowl team. Why don't we do that? Because my fear is they might be getting lost in their own sauce here. That Badgley move yesterday? Uh, no. You didn't trust him enough to run him out there from 47. He can't kick a 55-yarder. 14 of your games are indoors, and you still have a below-average NFL kicker, and you ran to the altar to sign him again? Why? Didn't understand that at all. Super Bowl, Jake Moody from 54, Harrison Bucker from 57. You weren't attempting either of those kicks. So why the hell would you spend exactly 10 seconds trying to improve your kicker? You didn't bother. How could you tell me you evaluated all the college kickers? You didn't. How could you evaluate the NFL free agent market? And by the way, I'd hope Brad Holmes had an idea that $31 million was going to be the rough projected increase. So why would you not sit tight? Take 10% of that increase and go get the best kicker on the market. You can answer those questions or you can just refer to your cue cards because some of you are robots. You won one playoff game and now you think you're Bill Walsh. 
Brad knows what he's doing. Rico, those are legitimate points, are. though. No, no, Mike, they are. And when the number came out, it was funny because you were in a meeting and I was sitting there like, well, it, it, it's how we think alike. Because I'm like, you have to do something now. You have to do something. You can't just say, we're going to take this money and we're going to spend it on Jerry Goff. No, no, no. You've been gifted an impact player with the increase in the salary cap. Rico. You you now can go get one impact player to help change this defense around or change the team around, but I'll, you need defense. Kenny and his girl are looking for a house. They found one they kind of like, but it's not in a the neighborhood they like. And then Kenny's long-lost Uncle Cletus decides, Kenny, here's a hundred grand. Get the house you want. Now, Uncle Cletus may have been hit by a truck, and it was an unfortunate incident. The point is... But you know what? We'll put po- a photo of Uncle Cletus in the living room. But what's Kenny going to do with the extra money? He's going to get to the neighborhood he wants to get right. to. All we're trying to do is go down Super Bowl Drive. I don't want to live on wild card cul-de-sac. I want Super Bowl. You're going to need impact players. And it's funny. But you mean, don't have an Uncle Cletus, do you? you no, really no, I do not have an that. Uncle Cletus. Thank you for that. <laughs> for a second, I thought that hit no. close to home. But it, that comes with the territory that you're going to have to go out and spend. You're going to have to get the impact player in order to win a Super Bowl Take it from Mike, your team has won the Super Bowl. You you have to make moves. It's not about just getting a bunch of guys that everybody likes and the fan favorites. You need a couple SOBs. You need a couple people who are just bad people all together, and you're not going to invite them over to your house that you just bought. No, you don't need to know where I live. I'll just see you at practice. But on the field, go hurt somebody. Right. Go and, cause some damage. And we've seen in the NFL the trade market is now a real thing. It's become like the NBA in that regard. If I had my druthers, I'm probably not even picking at 29. A, a different color football helmet would be selecting there because I would have traded it for an accomplished Pro Bowl guy who's got help us on a controllable contract. You're damn right. So let, let's let's have that convo. Kenny, ticket text. What are people saying? I need Holmes to sign a legit number one corner and interior pass rusher for me to 100% buy him. Without these signings, I will forever be half in on him. Strike now or quit your job, Brad. Super Bowl windows close as quickly as they open. That's right. And when you, and, and here's the other thing. If you want to tell me, but 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 what about the future? The NFL is rolling in money. The cap, you know what's going to happen next year? Cap's going to go up again. Mm-hmm. And again. And again. Don't worry about it. Go ahead, Ken. I don't understand the Brad bots, just blind faith. I've never understood that with management. Dude, it's the same people that do it with the Tigers. There's just a weird sect, sector, a a cabal, if you will. Like, it's, look at the Steve bots. You you couldn't dare say, geez, I really wish they get a frontline scorer last summer. Or you you were the Antichrist. Kenny, it's just, it's, it's, it's human nature is you see things as you want them to be. Because sometimes when you have to think about them, real life can get scary. It's scary to think as good as we were, we've got a lot of ground to go. That next year won't be as easy. That we won't be as healthy. That the schedule will be better. That we will go from the hunter to the hunted. People don't want to think about those things. Well, here's the other thing that you need to also think about. The Packers, they're saying, we got to get better. We need to, We didn't go as far as we wanted to. We surprised the Cowboys. That wasn't good enough. In the end, you don't think the Eagles are saying, we were a major disappointment in the NFC. We were in the Super Bowl. We thought we were going back, and lo and behold, we tanked at the end of the season. Nobody is sitting there saying, we're happy of where we are. You shouldn't be either. It's a competition. 
and next year, your job is to become the number one overall seed. You think the Niners are saying, ah, we made the Super Bowl, we'll be back? No, they're going to have to make decisions. You got to do whatever it takes to claim the number one spot, to get all the games right here in Detroit, down at Ford Field. That's your goal. You're not in competition with the Bears and the Vikings and the Packers anymore. Those days are gone. You've now graduated to the big boys. I agree totally. Let's hear what the callers have to say. We'll get to them next. 248-539-9797. If you're going, what the hell are these guys talking about? NFL salary cap is up $31 million year over year. That's 16.5 right in your bank account. That puts you at $66 million in cap space this year, which is eighth in the entire league. Don't be selling me on some quiet offseason. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. So let's go to Houston, see what everyone's got to say. Ton of cap space for the Lions with this new cap number. Houston, how are you? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. And I wanted to say amen to the truth to both the pastors, Valente and Beard. (laughs) Um, We have just reached the rapper Jermaine Dupree phase of the game. We got the the top down shouting out money ain't a thing. Uh, Like you guys just said, I'm not really married to the name. I'm really married to the production. If it's a good guy out there that we need to get to use your term, Mr. Valente, it's malfeasance to not do it. Whether we do we, we do the trade out of the pick, we can do both of those things. There's absolutely no reason not to do that. And may I say, as somebody else that agrees with me, on the midday show, I heard it from his mouth, what um, J- uh, Campbell, Dan Campbell said, we can't fall in love with our own players. A word strongly to that effect. Yeah. We have to take our emotions out of it is what he said. We got the money to do it. There is no excuse. Uh, he, he shouldn't. I won't down talk Brad Holmes. I don't know him. But he shouldn't display any sort of arrogance or any sort of I have to do it this way. This is the only way to do it. When um, Don Shula had Larry Zonka, he ran the ball. When he had Dan Marino, he threw it. You look at your circumstance that you're in at that time, and that's how you make good decisions. Yeah, and and Houston, to build on that too, it's like for the people who just want to draft, develop, and re-sign, this O-line is only going to be together for so long. You know, Taylor Decker is going to be doing a new contract in about a year, and I don't know if you're going to sign him deep into his 30s. All right, you have Sewell on his rookie deal. Frank Ragnow may not be here in another year. The man already contemplated retirement. I talked about that before this season. You didn't want to hear it. You looked at me cockeyed, but I tried to tell you. So my whole point is, while you have this line here, now, together, go win. And that might mean drafting alignment when you're like, wait, we're already good there. Okay, It's strength on strength. But the idea of using the trade market and free agency, which are things that Brad Holmes has just been averse to, I, I, I don't I don't see an out for that this year. Not with the new cap projection of two fifty five point four. That's a major increase. You almost I mean, not even almost. You have to take advantage of this. The the league has gifted you an impact player. You need to go and take advantage and go and get the, the best one and don't wait to get 
who's ever left because you're one of the big boys. So quit acting poor because you're not anymore. Go to Adam971. What's up, Adam? Hey, gentlemen. How are you doing today? Good, Adam. What's up? Hey, uh, as you were saying that we were uh, eighth in the cap, I had to do a little research just to see, you know, by the numbers, uh, as you were saying, <laughs> um, the the other teams in the top ten, Commanders, Patriots, Bears, Titans, Bengals, Colts, Texans, Cardinals, and Raiders, there's only one other playoff team. What did the NFL commissioner say that the networks want? The Lions in their primetime slot. They probably want the Texans, too, because they were a lot of fun to watch. This was the NFL saying, go out, get yourself a big name, get yourself two big names. Here you go. Presents, coupons. We all love it. This was the NFL saying, we want the Lions to do something big. And this is what we all want, too. This this has got to happen. They got to go out, get some kind of rush lineman. They got to go out, get a big corner. And you know what? In the interest of keeping the band together, sign Jonah Jackson. Let's go, guys. This is what they want us to do. There's only one other playoff team in the top ten in cap. That's right. That's right. No, and Adam, that's the most salient point to me. You can take care of your business within the four walls of your own house, but that doesn't mean you never look out the front door. They have the money to do both. And for the people who want to say that this guy is the greatest GM to ever GM in the NFL, Prove it. well, then well, then he ought to be able to balance those things. Here's one for you, Mike. Uh, is this a name that you would be interested in? Miami has just released four-time Pro Bowl corner Xavier Howard. No. Okay. His game's going downhill. Okay. Um, I, he's kind of like Xavier Rhodes before him. He's a name. He just ain't that guy no more. I I wouldn't go there, no. Okay. I, I think of the of the corners that could be free agents, if they're not franchised or the team doesn't resign them. Uh, the kid for the bear, what is Jalen Johnson? Yeah. Is twenty five. Uh, Got a feeling he's going to get Legarius Sneed. You know, can the Chiefs really? Now again, if you have to choose between Chris Jones and Legarius Sneed, you know you're choosing Jones, right? But with the increase, can they now? Where are the Chiefs at? Uh, Chiefs are nineteenth. Yeah, it, it's going to be tough. The point I'm making but is here's the other thing with the Chiefs, and I think Mahomes gets it. There's only I can't buy anything else right now, so. Take some of this money, pay them. I'd rather have the rings. I'll get the money back yeah. later. Uh, look, you're put to choices. This yeah. is the other thing, and it's going to be painful because we're going to get to a point where Lions fans are going to have to be willing to say goodbye to names they like. It's an unfamiliar territory. Yeah, it happened with Megatron. No one really cares you were losing. Yes, it happened with Barry. A lot of people cared. All-time great. Right. But outside of that, you're not used to the churn. You're not used to being good every year and going, wait, I want to keep that player, and someone smacks your hand and goes, you can't. Guess what? At some point, you're going to lose Gibbs, and that's going to suck. That's going to really suck for Lions fans, especially if he keeps racking up these big games. Oh, I can tell you when you're going to lose him. Five years. Well, four years now. Why, Kenny? Because we do not pay running back. Well, you know what? (laughs) Thanks to this increase, you know who's probably going to pay a running back, Mike? Your guy. Oh, I know. Texans. Who? The Texans. They're sitting at seven. Lions are eight. They're seven. Who are they going to pay? Saquon. Are you going to have them? That's what I'm saying. You ain't hurting me. No, no, no. I, I know it's not hurting you, oh, but like, they're going to pay a running back. I'm like David but going and getting communion. Here, I'll put my hands out. Take Saquon. But see, I think he would actually, he would help them. 
He would, he would get them that next Man, year. I don't care who he helps. I don't want his help no more. But get but, out. But that means you would be a poverty team. We are poverty. We're terrible. Go to Eric. 97-1. Hello, Eric. Hey, I want to preface my call by saying uh, rest in peace, Uncle Clevis. And, uh, <laughs> I apologize for the morbid example, Eric. I That's do. a big loss. <laughs> we all love You guys kind of stole my thunder a little bit uh, in that last uh, comment you did. So basically, when it, when this first came out, I was I was ecstatic. I was like, "All right, now we got some uh, some money to play with." And then I started thinking about it. Well, now other teams have more money to kind of retain their guys. So Chris Jones, Snead, uh, those kind of guys, they're probably going to get tagged and retained. Um, you got to look for guys like Burns if he doesn't get tagged. People that want out, like a Jalen Johnson. Yep. Again, these teams might tag these guys now. Um, Holmes actually did do a, a good job at spending money last uh, free agency. He tried to bolster the secondary, but he looked like Daffy Duck with a with a bomb in his face. Uh, they just didn't pan out. No, and, and look, uh, I, mean, I think they're in a much better position now. It's just no secret. You need an edge, and you need a corner. And it is his absolutely. job to procure proven commodities. Not This ain't take a chance on me theater now. Just go get a, get a dog. Exactly, and I think you, like you nailed it. You, it might have to be through the trade, which he's not really shown. I mean, no. outside of the very first movie, did, but I, I don't know if we're going to be able to. I mean, the cap going up, it, I don't know what what's going to be there for us. And and he got a. You have to remember to, something. To the aggressive. cap, the cap going up. It's not a unilateral thing. Remember, the cap went up thirty-one million, but it only benefited you by about sixteen, because contracts change, dead incentives money. kick in, dead money. So for these other teams, it's not that the Chiefs in all likelihood have 31 million more. In fact, it may be something that, oh, like look at Buffalo. Chiefs are sitting at 28 million. Okay. So there you, so again, signing Chris Jones who's going to want a hefty guarantee and all this, they don't get to keep everyone. Right. And, and to put it in perspective, Mike, uh like the Niners are sitting there at 4.6 million. You know, that's that, all that, they have. That's barely enough for a pre-dinner cocktail. Um, the Bills are s- still in the hole, believe it or not. Yeah, they are. You know why? They're in the hole by $41,000. Right, because Josh Allen's contract kicked in. So that thirty-one doesn't benefit them the right. same way. Cowboys are in the hole by three grand. That's basically like Jerry Jones underwear. They'll figures. The cap isn't real. I know it's not. But no, you do get put to a choice. Look, the Bengals, they can't keep T. Higgins. You can't outrun it to keep everyone. They may be able to now. Bengals are sitting there adjusting at about $74 million. They're six right now. But the problem is they got to pay Jamar Chase. You can't pay both receivers. You are correct. I mean, what do you, what do you think Chase is, 30 a year? What's Jeffrey? What I mean, Tyreek Hill's 30. If I'm Jamar Chase's people, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, you're going to be 30. All right, so. Right off the rip, and then we got to start discussing that offensive line, the whole bit, well, whatever. No, Bottom line, yeah. we're 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 talking football. It's exciting. All right, all right. I'm gonna throw some numbers out. You guys guess, no, and, and here's what I can do. There has to be a light hint, right? Well, here I'm gonna I'm gonna be real loose with it first. Then I'll give you hints. It'll go one, you know. I'll, I'll okay. get you there eventually. All right. Let now we are in a testing phase. It's okay. going loose with it, Mike. All right. Here we go. What does this mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like game show music from the early 80s. Here's Wink Martindale. All right. 
What the hell is what? this? I like the name it. Of that thing. I, I, what I is that, Alexander Sonchak's flute? Yeah, it sounds like a theremin. <laughs> like the star, it's like the thing from Star Trek in that theme song. I'm lost. Did he say a theremin? A theremin. Oh. I don't know. All right. All right. All right. Hold on now there, Infinity I, Gauntlet. Let's play the game. If I give you the number 108,966. The hell am I talking? Wait, say about? that again. One hundred eight thousand nine hundred sixty-six. One hundred eight thousand nine hundred sixty-six. Can we get like what sport this might relate to? Because sports. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Was it, was it this music? No, this wasn't the Indy Five Hundred. Was it? <gasps> Daytona. Doug Daytona. and Scott broke yes. it down. Maybe that's the total amount of Hilljacks who yeah. attended it. Oh, I like that. That <laughs> is wrong. Oh, okay. <sighs> okay, what's the number? Jacks. <laughs> I will say it relates to the NBA. Oh, did they have that many at the basketball? They weren't they in the football stadium over the weekend? Total attendance over the weekend. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that is raw. All right, just give us the number. Uh, it is a dollar amount. One hundred eight thousand nine hundred and sixty-six dollars that they won. For winning the game, right? Or just being there. It is the amount Isaiah Stewart will lose in oh. salary due to his <laughs> suspension. All right. Three games. Okay. Oh, good okay. job. Good. Right. This is good. Minus this unfortunate <laughs> Alexander Zonchak remix. Okay. You've seen it before. It's Please weird. Please read something else. <laughs> okay. Here we go. $600. Six hundred dollars. I got a guess for this. I one. got this. Okay, go ahead. No, but you rang in first. Six hundred is the NCAA twenty-five yes. money that the players. Oh yeah. Get. What every player who's opted in yes. to EA Sports NCAA twenty-five gets plus a copy of the game. That is correct. That, right. was, that was a layup. That was a layup. He got loose with it. Kenny with the basketball question. Look you at go. you, football. NCAA football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, Roberto. <laughs> All right. Sports by the numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 397. 397 this week. Evan's now grooving to the music. You're not No, I was playing the theremin. I saw it, and I was like, (laughs) air theremin. 397. We need, uh, Kenny, we need a hint here, Roberto. 397 points. Oh, NBA All Star game. game. Yes, it was a record number of points were scored and only three fouls were committed. Wait, they only called three fouls? Yeah, that game? dude. <laughs> one of them. That 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 was embarrassing. This week in sports, by the numbers. All right, let's keep it going. Okay, this is exciting. I don't mind this. Does that make me bad? Yeah. We we need to keep the music. This right. music is tragic. I love it. This, this goes right up there with the uh, deal, uh, breaker. deal breakers. All right. All right, let's keep this one PG, okay, gentlemen? Oh, sure. Six foot three inches. That is correct. Stoney, please. <laughs> Six foot three inches. Hmm. And I'm talking about... Yeah, just a light hint, please. Talking about the NHL. Six foot three inches. Kenny, go, well, hold on. Go to, is that hold. like the size of the goalie crease? Oh, Jesus, Evan. Talking about the NH- NHL draft. I don't the, know. 
Shortest well, it's prospect? Sure as, it sure as hell ain't Connor Bedard. That could be the right. shortest. He's like 4'10". Right. That'd be like one of the taller ones. Before skates or after skates? Yeah. Pre-skates, after I, skates. I don't have the answer. I have no <laughs> idea. What, just tell me what this is. Let's just... Listed as six foot three inches with impressive mobility, NHL prospect Philip Broberg is intriguing for any seller. He's a high draft pedigree and is among the AHL's best two-way defenders. Oh, I love Broberg. Come on. This Kenny. one's on Kenny. I know. I thought How he would have got that. supposed to know that? That Wait. sounds like a new sitcom on Netflix. Is that Tune the... into Broberg Tuesdays at 8. Broberg on the CW. Is that the guy that gets sent up and down every no. week? Oh, no. What's that guy's name? Isn't it like Broham or something? Who oh, yeah. is Broberg? <laughs> How did you find that one? That's, what are you, reading the hockey news? Yeah. All right. Damn right. I, the news. I thought for sure then you would have brought <laughs> Capo Caco to the table. Oh. Shocking. All right, let's keep Rico bobbing his head now. We're never going to get rid of this music. <laughs> Next, <laughs> by the numbers. Okay. Keep this one clean, too, about me. It's not about me. Okay. 32 seconds. <laughs> oh, wow. There's just so many ways to go with this. 32 seconds. Your new record. Stop. <laughs> a vinyl a record? No best. <laughs> Take a bow. Uh, 32 seconds. Again, in Kenny's favorite sport. Was this Austin Matthews scoring goals of something? Because he scored like 32 seconds apart or something like that, I feel like. This is the... Oh, s- no, oh what the Red Wings right. scored with overtime time left? Last night? Close. All right. The St. Louis Blues scored three goals in a franchise record 32 seconds in the second period. Kenny, Kenny, where are you at? Yesterday? Yes. Because they pulled the goalie with like 10 minutes left in a hockey game. I've never seen that before. Was that not this week? Wow. It's this week in sports, Kenny. (laughs) By the numbers. All right, let's go. This is good. Maybe a little less hockey, but oh, this is right, good. Let's get away from hockey. Let's all get right, away. Please do. Let's get very away from hockey. Let's go to sports that people oh. watch. 74 years old. 74 years old. All right. I, I have a a guess. Now, is there a driver in the Daytona? No, 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 no. Would it be Rick Pitino's age since Ooh. he melted down all week? Ooh. You're, you're very close. Oh. Very close with the name. Not the name, but very close. You are so close with that name. Rick Patino. I was going to say, like, I was, I was trying to think, like, who was a judge who's at the in All-Star the new, game? 74-year-old. In the news. He's a basketball coach? No, but his last name is not Patino. But it's Rick. Huh. What sport? That would give it away total. Oh. <laughs> what kind of? Let's um, say it's not one of the four majors. Got to be college hoops. Right. Seventy-four. Rick. Not Patino. He's pointing point at Evan. Rick Jenkins. He's one with nature. He's one with nature. He's dead. Rick Flair. Rick Flair. That's correct. He's in the news this week. Rick Flair is receiving the biopic treatment from The Rock. Is going to produce a Rick Flair movie. Is another biopic. I don't need another one. You know, I gotta be honest. He's turned into a bit of a tragic character. I I don't. I don't need to see anymore. (laughs) He and Mike Tyson hang out now. Yeah, I don't care. Cannabis community. Tremendous. Yeah. Who would have thought? Look at this. Here, encouraging this music, Rico. (laughs) You want one more? This makes me want to smash a chair. One more, and then we're going to go. By the numbers, 75 points. 
75 points. I don't know. Is that like what the Is that what Northwestern scored last night beating Michigan? It is college related. 75 points. Did Iowa score that on state? <laughs> it's to it's for a record. 75 points for a record. Oh, Caitlin, Caitlin Clark. Clark. That is correct. She needs 75 points to break Pete Maravich's NCAA all-time scoring record. But wait, I thought what's-his-name held it from U of D? Antoine Davis, didn't he play? Oh, Cookie Moore? <laughs> I just remember there was right. a big... Oh, no, they didn't get to play in that game. That's right. right. That's what That's it was. That's okay. right. They tried to buy their and way in. And Maravich has the record because, fun fact, he couldn't play as a freshman. Freshmen were ineligible in college basketball in his day. Pistol Pete. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And he did it scoring two, not three. And in honor of David, I think he died in a church league basketball game. All right. That is sports by the numbers. Kenny, initial responses and reviews to this week in sports by the numbers. I just, whether we keep it or not, the people get a vote. Between the music and the uh, the, the segment, people are really liking it. Please bring back that segment. It was amazing. I found myself enjoying the music almost as much as I enjoyed the segment. Oh, See? Damn it. <laughs> you know what it feels like? It feels like one of those old 80 video games. It's so bad. <laughs> okay. Where you just see some little guy running down the path. <laughs> that music is ridiculous from Chuck. Having Roberto, guy who doesn't know sports, present this is amazing. That's part of the allure. By the numbers. Where's, where's Roberto getting all these numbers? I'm not convinced. Well, I don't know. Where did he, Where did you get the numbers? He doesn't have to give his sources All right, out. then don't give up your source. Let's go to the people. I want to knock out these Lions calls. We got who said it where Roberto claims. One of the great quotes he's ever put into who said it is a part of this week's episode. That's not me overselling it. Rico, that's him. I know. I'd say, Roberto, you want... No, no, no. It is... He. I, I gave him a chance to back it away. He said, nope. Do you know what down. else Roberto said, though? No. This is his song. This is his music. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 was, I was waiting for him to say something egregious, and then it's like, what, did Rico and I miss it? All right, let's He's go to selling timeshares to people who call up. <laughs> Let's go to Blake, ninety-seven one. What's up, Blake? Hey, what's up, guys? I was just uh, wondering. Uh, Hutchinson needs help at the other side of the line, and I'm thinking, would you guys agree? Three years, eighty million, Chris Jones, if we can get him. Balake, let me tell you, I would be the first to sign up and get that done. I would even take it to three year, you know. 85 million. I don't think that the Chiefs are going to let him go because he is that valuable. You saw what he did on the field. He won in the he won the Super Bowl for them on that on the uh third down play. If you're asking, look, I mean I'll play the hypothetical. If he's available, I'm making the call. And if he has any interest in playing for the Detroit Lions, yes, I it's, it's a no-brainer to me. He's a game wrecker. And, I mean, two of the last three Super Bowls, we've witnessed a defensive tackle who's a disruptor, not a space filler, make the game-winning play to win a Super Bowl. It happened with Aaron Donald on back-to-back -back plays against Joe Burrow, and it happened with Chris Jones twice 
in your game, including the play that mm-hmm. cost them the ability to throw that touchdown pass. Ayuk's yeah. wide open. Yeah. Never had a chance to see him. See, case in point, the new, that's a player that I you want to keep, and I don't think you're going to be able to. Who? Kansas City? Niners. Ayuk. Oh, yeah. So you get my point is you don't get to keep everyone. No. So when people call up going, well, there it goes. Now there won't be any free agents available. No. No, Cat Williams, tell him. No, okay, no, okay. no, 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 no. No, you're right. Ayuk is, uh, they're trying to figure out whether they want to make a trade, whether they want to resign him, now, what's going to happen. And again, I keep telling my dad, you sign Ayuk. You don't draft a player at six if you're the Giants. You just sign Ayuk. And you draft a lineman at six if you're going to stick me with Danny Neckbrace. Let's go to Nick, 97 one because no one here cares. <laughs> Nick, how you doing? Hey, Mike. Rico, how's, how's it going? What's hey, going man. on, Nick? Okay, see, yeah. Um, this news about the salary cap going up, what was it, 20, 30 million? 31. 31. That's huge. This, man, Mike, this is huge news. I mean, it's huge because, in my opinion, it eliminates whatever concerns Holmes or this fan base had about, you know, not having to pay our players or pay our core. You know, shout out the money, money, money drop. Let's get that into the tourney this year. Yeah. But, I mean, come on. Salary cap. Even if it didn't go up, like we said all the time on this station, Rico, the salary cap doesn't exist, especially if you make and or win the Super Bowl. Just win. Your defense needs serious upgrades, Brad. You aren't going to find those game-changing players that wherever you're drafting, if you're 28 or 29, you were 30 minutes from the Super Bowl, and had you a better pass rush in secondary, you would have been the 49ers. Change my mind. It's time to start spending the money on game-changing players, Brad. I don't want to hear the culture argument anymore. I don't want to hear a lot of we like our guys crap anymore. You only get a few cracks at this. Ask the Bengals about that one. You just use crack number one. Also, Brad, take your receipts and shove it. How many Super Bowls has this franchise won? How many NFC titles have you won? I'll give you a hint. The answer is one less than number of flagpoles that you have. Figure it out. Zero. Nobody cares about your stupid receipts, especially when you didn't make the Super yeah, Bowl. It was I weird. Mean, Mike, it was weird. No, you're right. Nick, it was, it was, it look, he, he, he can do whatever he wants as long as he wins. Yeah. I'm cool, but was it weird? Oh, God, of course it was weird. It was cringy. Like you sat on that. That's what you were thinking about all offseason. Waited and waited. You're okay. upset because Dave Burkett, what, mock drafted Jamar Chase instead of Penesil? Like, that's the other thing. It drives me crazy. This happened a couple of years ago when the Celtics played the Warriors in the finals, and the Warriors did the everyone doubted us routine. I go, what? Uh, they, you, they, they, everyone the, doubted you. You're the Warriors. You mean the Georgia Bulldogs? Nobody believed in us? Right. So the Lions, <laughs> who have been America's darling, and Brad Holmes, who has been deified, you, you're sitting on these receipts and attacking who? It was weird. It was very so yeah, uh, especially the, coming out after you just lost the NFC title yeah, game. I thought Dan Campbell was much more relatable. Campbell Thanks. said it's going to be hard to get back. You I know. want you watching the Super Bowl so you understand what we're after. See, no, Dan Campbell at the end of that game was probably the the truest and most raw statement that I've heard. Where he was just like, "Guys, there's no guarantee you're getting back here." Okay. I would like to sit yeah, here. I'd, I'd, I'd like to sit here and tell you we'll be back next year. I can't. No. I've loved and I was like, wow. I've loved his demeanor throughout that, it all. Yeah. I don't think people realize the depth of that statement that he said. Like, we may never get back here. And uh, at case in point, look at the last 18 quarterbacks who have debuted in a Super Bowl and lost. Mm-hmm. How many of them have ever gotten back? 
The answer is zero. It's really hard to do. So, hey, you want to just draft, develop, and sip on your G Fuel? Go for it. For the rest of us, it's it's about now. You got to go because there's no guarantee you're getting back. Go to Jeff, 97.1. Jeff, how you doing, buddy? Hi, I'm doing good. And I think, you know, in his receipt um, conversation, there was one thing I picked out. He said it's his job to improve. So the only way he can improve is to get to the Super Bowl. So if we hold him to his word, he has to make the moves that get us to a Super Bowl. It can't just be building what we got. I mean, we're two plays, you know, changed my mind on this. We're a dropped fourth down and a dropped interception that led to a huge play, you know, or I should say dropped, you know, thrown up to the receiver to make a huge play. We're two plays from the Super Bowl as is, and to get back to right where we were this year, we're going to have to do more, and we're that close. We are that close, and if it's a go sign a big, you know, defensive lineman or cornerback, I think – yeah, we have our playmakers on offense. We it's, have about, it's about signing runners. players that in the seminal moment, the moments of your season, they can be counted on to make a play. Mm-hmm. This isn't about, well, you know, we want to build it for long-term success. You could spare me. This is about in the second half when you're dying, you're trying to protect a 17, a 14, a 7, or your tied lead, right? I need someone to step up and help me. And to make a play, not have a ball bounce off a face mask, not lose your containment. Well, he got credit for a pressure on the play. That's great. Purdy's 25 yards down the field. To make a play, you need high-level players to do that. It is very rare that your try-hard gym class heroes do that. Why do you think I was so upset when Greenlaw popped his Achilles running out on the field like, oh, boy. I still can't believe that was real. I still can't believe that happened. I, I had the volume down for a second. I was like, what 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 did happen? Is he, what? He's gone. Wow. Yeah. But yes, you need those type of people who step in there, get it done. I'm that key fourth down play, key third down play. Here's now what, you have extra money. Go get that. Here's guy. what we're gonna do, by the way. I am gonna get to who said it at 4 30. I have a one segment, limited time only. I wanna just Bring something up. What are you, Roberto, answering the phones? <laughs> By the way, if you want to just talk to Roberto, he's lonely. Trust me, he's he'll co- talk back. He'll talk to you all day. Fun, fun, fun fact, Roberto. One, two hundred pounds. What do you think? Fun fact, Roberto has taken more calls today than we have. Oh, people are lining up. Right. Only half the audience wants to talk Lions. The yeah. other half just want to right. talk Roberto's to Roberto's like, okay, yeah, sure. Talk to you later. Yeah, I'll be okay. over at seven. All right. Ninety-seven-one. Um, <laughs> One segment of a four-hour show is, is going to be this. It's a friendly PSA for people. And I'm, I'm just, you don't have to worry about the draft or free agency or anything else. I have two things that are very simple for the Pistons. One is the following. You have to fire Monty Williams. I don't want to hear about the money. Tom Gore's net worth has gone up to $10 billion. $75 million is a stick of gum. You made a mistake. You should have listened to him when he said he didn't want to coach. Because Monty Williams, it's almost like, as Wojo famously puts it, are you trying to lose? Monty Williams' rotation still going 10, 11 people deep. James Wiseman getting minutes, but not Mascala, who could space the floor. 
why are you why are you playing people that are non-essential over someone like Sasser, who you drafted? I know. Sometimes it really just feels like he still thinks he's in Phoenix. Yeah. And like, where's Booker? Look, bottom, bottom, and here's the other problem. Something has been amiss with Jaden Ivey and Monty from the beginning. This is part two. All right, Monty has to step down or you got to move on. You cut him a check and move on. Step two is this. You're either Team Cade or Team Ivy. They can't play together. Last night, again, Jaden Ivy, when he doesn't have the ball, looks like he's on sedatives. They're down 30 in the first. They can't play together. Cade is learning really bad habits. He doesn't trust his teammates. He's taken 10, 11, 12, 13 more shots than everybody else. And meanwhile, here's Jaden Ivey on Quaaludes. Not literally, I'm just saying, like, he looks like DiCaprio at the country club asleep. He's a ball. Just watched that last night. He's a get off the phone. He's a ball dominant guard who cannot ever be ball dominant when Kate is next to him. Look, the Kings went through this. They had De'Aaron Fox. They had Halliburton. It wasn't working. Two things the Pistons can do to get a lot better in a hurry. One is pick Cade or pick Ivy. You got to trade the other. And the other one, Mon- Monty Williams can't be here. There, There is something so amiss. He is doing things that I would never accuse a coach of on purpose trying to lose. I'm saying the things he's doing unwittingly are helping them lose, including why this rotation is 10, 11 guys deep. It really just kind of feels like his, his heart is just not in this. He's going through the motions. Well, he kind of told you three times, I don't want to coach. Yeah. I have a family situation in Phoenix. Yeah. And, so and argue right. either point. Monty can't be here next year, and or you got to pick Cade or you got to pick Ivy, trade the other, and throw the weight of God behind the other and make them the face of your franchise. This Cade and Ivy thing ain't going to work. No, because Monty hasn't tried to even cultivate to see if they can. It, it, it's almost like he's putting them against each other. It's like, I don't know what this team is, and that's the bad part about it. Like, coming in, if you told me I'm scrapping everything – but you trusted Killian Hayes for most of the year. Who still hasn't been picked up, by the way. Right. How, how's that for a misjudgment? Like, Ivy's had to sit for, for Killian Hayes? Seriously? Come on. Wow. So it was just a PSA. No, it's, uh, I'm one, with you. One segment in a four-hour show. I just. I thought maybe let Monty give him a little bit of time, but he, it, disinterested is maybe the word. Nonsensical. He's doing things that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. But this summer, before you worry about what Euro we're, we're going to draft. And I can understand why he's distracted, but maybe just take that time and go be distracted. Until you make a decision on who the face of the franchise is going to be, I don't think it matters who you draft. I don't think it matters who you sign. It has to start this offseason with a coaching change and by picking a direction. If you think Cade's the goods, you got to trade Jaden Ivey. If you think Ivy's the guy, he can be a John Morant-type player for you, a ball-dominant, slicer, dicer, terror in the open floor. Okay. Then you got to trade Kate. But I, I just don't see this working. So, Oh, and by the way, Monty says, we're going to compete now. We're not going to try different combinations and try to do that. We're going to try to win games. Oh, okay. 70 to 39 at the half. Um, Kenny, a few ticket texts, and then we'll get to the people. We'll get into uh, who said it. And Odyssey.com Rewind if uh, you need the football or wings. Go ahead. I've never seen such airheaded decisions by a coach. Doesn't feel like Monty is all there. Definitely here for the moment. Okay, you know what? I was being polite, but maybe airheaded decisions would, would be the 
intellectually challenged decisions. At what point do we start to question how good Cade really is? If you're questioning how good he is, trade him. That's not me being a Richard. I'm shooting you straight. If you're questioning it, it means you have a high opinion of, of Ivy, and the league isn't really questioning Cade, which means you get a mint for him. Hello, San Antonio. I'll take a young player and three first-round picks. Yeah, last one here. Who would you two pick between the two, Ivy and Cade? I still would go with Cade based on the pedigree, based on I think there's a higher upsize with the physical build. Yeah. And I think if I put shooters around him, it will unlock a lot more of him getting into the paint, getting physical, taking the bump. See, I would go with Ivy. Okay, uh, and, yeah, I, and guess no, what? I wouldn't be Ivy, mad. Yeah, when Ivy is out there by himself, wow, does he look different when there's no yeah. Cade, when there was with no Killian Hayes, when he just had to play. It was like, where's this been? Here's like, the other angle. Why has this guy been sitting on the bench all this time? Buys you another year of rookie salary scale. Yeah. I am not even at a point where I'd get angry with either choice. And, I'm and just saying a choice why. has to be made. And here's the reason, other reason why I would take Ivy, because K could get you more back. Because mm. league-wide, yeah. he's more valuable, and now I can get draft picks. I can maybe get some players, and I can let Ivy lead this team. Yeah, and look, once you pick a direction, then the draft and free agency, it's all about what players serve this guy's purpose the best. But I think it starts with Bonnie Williams. I think there has to be, hey, I got to step away. And then you get a pick. Now, of course, none of this will happen because it's a complete circus run by people that I don't think are very smart. And way to clean that up. Um, 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 and then you um, All right. The point I'm making. Credit too fast. <laughs> why don't we get to who said it next? 97 1. All right, Roberto curates it. It's what our coworkers had to say this week. We got to figure out who said it. And Roberto, all I ask is you don't lead with what you've oversold. The single greatest quote ever. <laughs> so you're saying don't lead with that Do one. Do not lead right, with that one. You tell me when you want that one. I think we at least put that third. Okay. You got it. All right. Let's start the game. Here yes. we go. Yes. I will be very surprised. If we get to draft day and Drake May is not going number two. I feel Mike, you just said that the other day. I think I said that. Yeah. I, and I'm also a, a slap bleep for Drake May. So I should remove myself if I think it's me. Is that no, how this works? No, if you heard you say that. How would I heard how would I heard me? How would I heard hear me? How would I hear me say it? I'm guessing if I said it. I know, it. that's what I'm saying. The it, the jank rule that you okay. actually heard if it. If you out know of it. I think it's me based on, I, I think the Jaden Daniels hype is getting a little out of hand. I think it's me. I think it is too, because I think it was in one of the In Football Today's where David was doing Dave Ricketts mock draft. I like his confidence, so I'm going to go with Mike. Me too. I don't think I've ever heard anybody talk more about Drake May than Mike. So, yeah, that sounds right. That's that's his gods. Right. Oh, yeah. His is mine, along with Roma Dunes. That's right. Um, Roberto, who said it? Who said it? Yeah, SOBs. I'll be very surprised if we get to draft day and Drake May's not going number two. I really will. Thank you very much. All right. I tried the tricks. I've never, I've never led with a, with this show before. So that's all right. I try. Let's, I try. Let's go to number two. <laughs> all right, here we go. How do you get better in the league? You have to shoot. You have to shoot from three point land, and they are not adept enough at doing that. 
Okay, clearly a Pistons topic. Would have said practice, not just blindly jacking up threes. Right, that's very ground-level analysis. <laughs> Ooh, I can be David today. Gator, Gator, that's a Gator opinion. He doesn't know anything about basketball. <sighs> Oddly, you sound just like David. I know. It's almost like he's here in spirit. Rico, you're deep in thought. Let's let you One more lead. time, Roberto. How do you get better in the league? You have to shoot. You have to shoot from three-point land, and they are not adept enough at doing that. God, it kind of sounds like something Wojo would be spitting, too. But is Wojo not eligible? Well, it's Wednesdays with Wojo. That's done. That's uh, done. Oh. Thank uh, God. But is he eligible? That was like an actual question. Yeah, is he eligible? <laughs> no. Okay. So it's not him. I'm going to say Gator, too. talking basketball? I mean, there is the noted podcast featuring Mike Stone and Evan Jenkins. Oh, Restore no. the floor. Stoney took a week hiatus, so we did not record All it this righty week. righty then. I yeah. want to take that back. <laughs> I, I, sounds like somebody trying to tell you. I'm going to go Costa. God, I have more faith. I'm going to say Gator. I'm going to go with Gator. That sounds Gator-esque. Ah, you see, you just got to shoot and get better in things. And I'm Straight like, point right. land. Sounds like the smarm. Sounds like Costa. Uh, fair. All right. Uh, Roberto, who said who it? Who said it? So how do you get better in the league? Well, you got to shoot. Two for two. From yes. And they're not. Okay, that's definitely enough of that. that. All right. <laughs> now, bring out the big guns. All this right. is what Roberto has been overselling all day in the office. I mean, I just got to say that I've never heard anything like this on the air before. I don't know how it was allowed. Um, I don't know how... This is possible, but okay. I will read it. Okay. Remember, this is not me saying it. This is this person. This saying is someone it. else heard this week on 97. That is correct. Here we go. I started with one guy. I went to another girl, and they actually happened to be right next to each other. Evan, you're smiling. Well, because I know the context of it. There's definitely the morning show because Cookies was talking about. His wife was cheating on his on her whoa, hairstylist. Whoa, whoa, okay. Jesus. On her hairstylist. Oh, my, my heart almost <laughs> fell out of my chest. No, <laughs> that she normally goes to a certain hairstylist, but that person was out of town. So is it like taboo to go to a different one? I know it's based off hold that on, conversation. Hold on, hold on, real quick. This is what they're talking about this week? So, so one more time then, Roberto. I started with one guy. I went to another girl, and they actually happened to be right next to each other. Jim does go to, like, a salon for his hair. He doesn't go to a barber. Yeah, it looks like it. What salon is he going <laughs> yeah, to? Right. He looks homeless half the days. <laughs> the but, Sam's of, <laughs> I don't know where he I goes. do a podcast with the guy. He comes in, he looks He looks like he's off a four-day bender in Vegas. He goes, to the, he goes to the same one I do, I think, right? What's that called? St. Leo's Homeless Shelter? <laughs> the bird's nest? Some lady's basement? <laughs> the slice and dice. All right. Well, who, maybe you go guff. I'm, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> hey, I go to a barber. I'm you bald. know what? I'm going to go Heather with the news. Yeah, I kind of wanted to go that way, too. I'm going to go Heather. Yeah, I'm swinging with Heather. I'm leaning Costa. I'll just go Costa. Maybe it could be John, but. Please. <laughs> I don't see him as like a. I don't know. I see him is going to the, like the same barber that he went to since he was like five do years old. Do you think John would actually go and let a woman cut his hair? Yeah, I do. No, I don't. Because I think I don't. Huh? 
please. No, I just still can't believe he won't let his kids play video games. Right, that's what I'm saying. It, it, that sounds awful. I feel like we should just chip in and get the kid a video game. You know what we're going to do? You know Christmas. what would anger him the most? Uncle Mike's going to drop off a PS5. <laughs> Come on, Sorry your dad ain't getting it done. Here, let me help you. Still 1950 in that household. Let's Kids see. are playing with abacuses. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go outside and play with sticks? Right. Marbles. <laughs> yeah. All right, Here who said go. it? Let's yes. keep it rolling. For Christmas. All right, who said it? I started with one guy, I went to another girl, and they actually happened to be right next to each other. <laughs> so that's some scintillating radio. All right, let's keep it rolling. Hey, that's what you get in the morning. Now, no, okay. you, need to t- you, you need to calm oh. down. Hey, yeah. You need to lock it up. Can't, can't wait till John gets that solo show. Well, okay, oh. you need to lock this no. out. Of- He's out of pocket right now. Your turn. You're channeling your inner David. No. I was told I was just a sidekick. Oh, boy. oh my God. Can't I wait for John to get that solo show. He's been here for three years. When has he done one? <laughs> you yeah, is there another one? Just saying. Because I'm like under this Please. desk right now, Roberto. <laughs> says. Somebody just sick. They're going to have to bring Terry Foster out of retirement to oh, join them. Oh, okay. Okay. My goodness. Oh, Rico God. Beard. All right. All right. All right. I, you're just, you're Read, just, Roberto. The opinions of Rico Beard. I'm do not trying. Those of 97 <laughs> on the team. All right, let's go. Number four, let's go. Go. Play the game. I'm never going to get used to the idea that I can pick up my produce from a gas station. Oh. I am going to exercise the Jenkins rule. I got to jank myself, too. <laughs> I know this one. See, I heard this, but I can't remember Oh, so it must have been so memorable for you. Right. You heard this? I think I remember hearing somebody talk about it. Well, if we janked ourselves, use the common denominator there. It's middays. Yeah. But would Doug ever stoop so low as to buy produce from a gas station? Isn't Doug like hyper-organic guy? He is, but if they got the best of the best kale, he's going to go get it, man. I thought he grew his own kale. Well, isn't that a bit? It might be out of season. All right, listen, for the sake of time, if it's middays, you can split the difference. Would he go double gator? Or can You know what? Oh, oh. wait a minute. Co host. Right. Yeah. Let's go Kang. I could see him getting some I'll, lettuce. I'll go the... I'll go Kang. Head of lettuce at the gas station. Yeah, I'll be shocked if this is Doug, <laughs> truthfully. Three right. gallons, a pack of smokes, and a head and of lettuce. And then I can't see Gator getting produce at a gas okay. station. I, okay. No way. All right. No way. All right. So yeah, Kang. You clean that up. Good no, 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 no. I'm just saying. Yeah, right. just... I got some American spirits and some kiwi. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Let me get a couple of those blunt wraps while we're at it. <laughs> All right, Roberta. All Who right. said it? Who said it? When would, I never am going to get used to the idea that I can pick up my produce. How? From a gas station. No, it's just the thought of it. Oh. Not that he does it. Okay. He can't even gotcha. imagine right. the thought of doing such a thing. Damn. All right, I, God, it was there. <laughs> it was it was right there for us. All right, listen, are you okay over there? I'm good. All right. Oh yeah. That was uh, <laughs> Evan is pitter pattering right out of the studio. Just saying, you know, Heather will get a morning show okay, first. Okay. Oh, oh my God, dude, you are. All right. That's hey, who. You sa- know what? Play silly games. That, okay. That's who said it. <laughs> Uh, You heard it from Beanie. We talked about it. I want to bring it back. The NFL salary cap, which, by the way, shout out the NFL. Players should kiss Roger Goodell's ass for embracing gambling because you want to know where all this money coming from. Mm. That cap jumping $31 million. 
Oh, sure, TV deals help. But the acceptance of gambling, the globalization of the game. Yeah, I mean, see, I just thought it was the TV money and, that, you know, Amazon Prime, because you saw. Is all of it. Amazon gets the, uh, they get that Peacock game. They get the exclusive playoff game. Yeah, break them off for 110 mil. The point is, the cap was at 224 last year, and it's going to be 255. It is the largest singular increase in the history of the league, and it basically puts the better part of $20 million extra in the Lions' pockets, meaning the Lions are closer to $70 million than 50 That puts the Lions in the top eight in the NFL for cap space. So here's my question. Does this increase your expectation or change your demands of Brad Holmes this offseason? Now, if you're like Rico and I, yes, this is the Super Bowl window. I want Super Bowl caliber players. I want bold swings. That this, means I need an elite edge or an elite corner. Yeah, this money basically gets tells you a high-end guy. Yeah, you, you don't have to go bargain basement guy. You don't have to go guy who comes off of an injury. This is, okay, this veteran got released, or we make a trade, and you can go out and afford to pay somebody who will be an impact player. Not somebody you got to cross your fingers and hope that that injury healed up and you got you get lucky. So that, that that's that's how I see this. I, that's an impact player, right? That you got, and you can still have money to take care of your own folks. One hundred percent. You haven't begun restructuring. You haven't. But begun, you got your kicker. I don't even start. <laughs> you haven't begun cutting people. Um, you know, if Brad Holmes wanted to, there easily could be easily, and this isn't hyperbole. Uh, you could create another fifteen million by snapping your fingers. This is how the game is played. Now, here's my point. You're a Super Bowl caliber team. It's time to do Super Bowl caliber things. And for Rico and I, I haven't been married to any of the names. It it is a it's sign a dominant edge or sign a dominant corner. If you got to trade for him, you trade for him. You got to sign him, you sign him. If you got to trade to then sign him, I don't care. It is no secret what ails this team. I don't care about the four in the top 100 in the draft. I can trust Brad Holmes will draft good players. Yeah, Never a question. Will. Free agency. You need grown-ass men, not rookies. Yeah. Because for all the greatness of the rookies, for all of that greatness, none of them were able to save you in San Francisco. No. You need veterans to make that push. No, especially last year, the, the first four picks, Jack Campbell was the only one to me that was, yeah. But the other three made Home an runs. impact. Home runs. I mean, Laporta, I, I mean, I think you found one of your cornerstone pieces. Mike, you were gone that week, but we were talking about, like, who's that, the cornerstone pieces? Cookies was like, give me four. And I'm like, Laporta is a one of one. There's only a handful, and in a few years, he will be the top tight end. Like, if I had to pick four, Goff, Sewell, Aiden, Amon Ra, Laporta. None of the running backs can be cornerstones. Right. Why? Because we do not pay running so, backs. But now you got to you got to drop one out of that group. You yeah, just that's said. five. Um, I mean, probably drop Aiden. You or David? David said the same thing. I mean, look, I'm on Ra's a top five receiver yeah, in this I, league. I I dropped I'm on Ra. And I said, oh, okay. I dropped him because wide receiver, like it or not, you can go get receivers. Okay. 
I l- listen. But, ultimately, but, but I don't no, want to drop any of them. Correct. But I would just say Laporta is a guy that if you dropped, yeah. you're probably not going to find him ever again. Yeah. So look, I just want to know: Does the increased cap, which you're benefiting more than other teams, does it change your expectation of the offseason? And here's the other thing you're going to have to wrap your mind around. And I know it won't be comfortable, but like the prices are going to go up too, you know. Like when interest rates come down on homes, the price ain't staying the same. The price of a home's just going to go up. It's the same thing here. I'm going to put more money in the pool. Well, that means guys are going to make more money. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's a direct dollar for dollar corollary, but I do think. They have the money, as Rico put it. You can take care of your home, and you can still go out and get a hell of a lot better as long as they come home with one A-list, either edge or corner. I pretty much can just cruise the rest of the offseason. But what I'm not comfortable with is getting all of this extra money and doing this quiet, conservative, smartest guy in the room routine where we're signing C and D-list players, and I'm going... That's not getting us over the hump when I got to beat Air Jordan in the Super Bowl. That's not getting us over the hump when I got to compete for the one seed. Mm -hmm. Guys, I'm with your head coach on this. And I know, Rico, you are too. It's going to be a hell of a lot harder for you to do what you did this year, next year. Mm -hmm. And the Packers are good. They're going to be a problem. Winning this division will not be a layup. This division could be one of the best in football. Oh, well, the Bears stink. Do they? They have $80 to spend. Number one in football. They have a top 10 defense. They are going to get paid a mint for Justin Fields if they move him. And they have a gaggle of draft capital. Mm -hmm. So I'd be careful just looking at them as a layup. Now the Vikings, well, that might be the one. The point is, but then again, if they keep the band together, this could be a competitive division, but I think you've moved past the division. Well, now you're looking at the Cowboys. You're going to have to go back to Dallas again and play them. You're going to go back out to San Francisco again and play them. And those games could determine who gets the number one overall seed. So you're you're at the big boy table now. you got to do big boy things. Yeah. Now here's the deal. If the next two weeks, and that's what we have basically with free agency looming, if this cap increase along with GMs getting creative, if this means that the free agent market becomes more barren, then the tenor will change to something you're really not going to like. you got to trade for somebody. That means you package up some picks and you go get a Patrick Sertan the second. That means you package up some picks and, oh, Jeffrey Simmons is not happy in Tennessee? Cool. I'm going to put him next to a Lee McNeil and kill everybody here. Wait, you're, wait, you're saying trade a second-round pick for Patrick Sertan? First, second, oh, third, I'm about to say, fifth, seventh, where, fourth. Where, where, where can I make that trade? No, I'm saying you have to start looking at this that a year from now, Frank Ragnow probably isn't here. Contemplated retirement. Dude's a warrior. Mm -hmm. I told you before the season I heard stuff where his long-term health is a a concern. Okay, Ragnow might not be here in a year. Do you know who's due money in a year? Taylor Decker. Now, am I going to pay him deep? deeper into his 30s after all the physical ailments he's had? Or do I just take what I think is one of the best tackles, left or right, in football, in Panay Sewell, and I go, you know what, Taylor, thanks for the memories. Mm-hmm. Panay, you're playing left tackle. It's what you were born to do. It's what you did in college. The point I'm making is don't do this whole year, two, three down the line. You're always going to have the money to pay your quarterback or Aiden or Amon Ra. Mm-hmm. 
you got to win. Yeah. This increase only increases my expectation of what I want yeah. this offseason. This isn't what most people do it where they should do. And, you know, what? we're going to save this money and spend it in three years. Man, this, this ain't a Roth IRA. Nope. This is an NFL football You team. spend it all, and then next year you'll get more money, and you spend it all like right. a drunken sailor. And anyone you sign, you can go back, you can restructure, you can rob Peter to pay Paul, i.e. give me money today to take it away tomorrow. Because here's the deal, guys. Three, four years down, maybe five at best, you're going to be blowing this team up anyways. That's the way the league is designed. Yeah. There's only one Kansas City. They have Patrick Mahomes. Right. Kansas City took over from what New England. And New England, if you really looked at their roster, wasn't great rosters. They just had a unicorn back there at quarterback. Agree completely. You were a half a football away from being in a Super Bowl right now. So you need to invest in this team right now. Right. Everything I do has a three-year outlook. And that's it. And while your O-line is together... Look, I'll be the same person in the lead-up to the draft. I have no qualms coming on the air and telling my listeners at 29 overall, if I don't trade that pick, I am taking an interior lineman with the capability of playing center. Why? Right now, I can moonlight him at guard. And when Frank Ragnow walks away, uh, now I got a center. I need to keep that O-line good. Right, or um, who's the Michigan guy that got injured late in the in the Ohio State game? Michigan guy, oh, is it Zinter? Yeah. Or that's somebody that I would take, yeah. you know, later on, let him heal, and in the next year, job's yeah. yours. No, we're, we're, we're on the same page. 248-539-9797. All right, Kenny, a few of the texts. And again, we are preparing for free agency because Combine is next week. Where do most of the free agent deals get brokered? The foundation of it, the Combine. I know that doesn't totally make sense, but when the agents and the GMs it's almost like the they're, Catalina wine mixer. Yeah, they're sitting around doing nothing. Right. Watching the Underwear Olympics. And that's where you're going to hear a ton of news next week and early leans. I think we'll get a little bit of a window into what the offseason is going to be. I think the things to look for, you know, can the Chiefs not sign both Chris Jones and Legereus Sneed? Put one of them in the water and let's see what we can do. I'd sign either. It would make no difference to me. Again, I don't fall in love with a name. I'm giving examples. You know, maybe Kendall Fuller's not on the Commanders anymore. Done and done. Lead corner. Don't fall in love with the name. It's the same thing with the draft. Don't, like with the draft, I don't care. I, I'll tell you, position-wise, at pick 29, I probably wouldn't use the pick. I would move trade up. it for a vet, or I'd move move up or move down. Like, I, I either want to come out with an elite player or I believe there's a debt. Like I, I, I would have to wait to see because in a perfect world for the Lions, there's a run on quarterbacks. I know. And now all the other positions are falling where now, you know what? There's Bo Nix. There's JJ. Now somebody wants to take Penix. Like all of a sudden the quarterbacks are at a premium. And somebody pays you to leave. And you're sitting there at 29 <laughs> and there's yeah. somebody that, you know, a verse is sitting there like how in the world did he make it all the way down? Oh, happens every year. Yeah, right. it's. I still think it's a very powerful thing when you're in a Super Bowl window. You know, with that pick 29, that's a trade chip to me. That doesn't mean they have to agree with it. I'm sure they're keeping their receipts for me saying it. But, no, I would at least explore it because you're right. Not everybody is going to be available. So now I need to start shopping at the people that are a little bit committed. All of a sudden, what if something changes in the next month and all you hear a Max Crosby wants out? Somebody looked at him cross-eyed in the facility, and he wants out. 
You telling me you wouldn't trade a first-round pick or more to bring Max Crosby home? I'm just making examples. Go ahead. I almost called you David. Unbelievable. Kenny. The window is now trading picks doesn't bother me at all, which is kind of, I think, where I'm at with it. You said it last segment. Fans might get really uncomfortable with the idea of trading picks for, for, for a guy, for a dude, right? Why would that bother anybody? Why would that make anybody uncomfortable? Because, A, they've never, now. they've never had to do it before. Yeah. And, B, it flies in the face of their personal Jesus' ethos of I'm smarter than everybody. Yeah. We'll draft, develop, and do it our way. And when you when you begin looking at what other teams are doing, it forces you to then what? Disagree with what your team's doing. A lot of people don't like doing that. Kenny, I'll say two words, new money. And that's what the Lions are right now. And because Brad Holmes, to kind of reiterate what he said, Brad Holmes is scoring in the draft. And as a Lions fan, you've never seen this before. Normally, it's that first pick stays with the team and then pick through seven are at Walmart. They're greeting you when you walk through the door. The one year that they lost pretty much everybody that they drafted. Like, second second round pick for Detroit Lions used to be the kiss of death. Never made the team, never made an impact. Ruben Drones. With Brad Holmes being as good as drafting as he is, wouldn't you say, all right, 29, you can get rid of that. That's fine. We have a whole draft. No, because that's now where... People are going, no, no, we got to keep all our picks. Brad has to make these picks. Yeah, it's you like, know, you know no. what they do? They get seduced by it. They want to hoard it thinking you're going to bat 75%. You're not. The best general managers in the history of this sport always regress to a mean of about 50% on first-round picks. Hoard it for what? Like I said, you are a half away from the Super Bowl this year right now. Wouldn't you want to expand upon that maybe a little bit? But you did it with young players. You did it with cheap free agents. And... It got you almost there. So if that's the case, maybe I run it back and do the same thing. Oh, oh that always works. Hey, uh, Kenny, <laughs> you'll like this. We got a cocaine video in the NHL. Yeah, I saw that. I have not seen it, but the Coyotes are cutting Adam Ru- Ruzica. Whatever. This dumb dumb put something on social media. It was like a, a video of some form that featured a white powder and a credit card. Oh, boy. I've heard that could be a theme in that league. That's all I'll say about that. Well, I've told you some things about that. and I know some things about that as well. We yeah. can just move past yeah. it. <laughs> bit of, a, hmm. bit of a, an issue for certain people in that league. And we'll leave it alone. Uh, a couple, yes. Uh, but, yeah, apparently uh, he just decided to throw his professional life away because he wanted to blow rails off a desktop. All right, good for you. You're, you're an athlete making the least amount of money athletes make in any league. Let's go ahead and throw that. And they right just the picked window. you up off waivers and gave you a two-year, $1.5 million deal. Go ahead and enjoy some Coke. I had to celebrate. What is wrong with you, man? Good God, have a gummy or something. Just relax. All right, we'll leave it alone. Kenny on the ticket text. Mike and Rico, Lions have no excuse not to, sound Chris, not to sign Chris Jones or some big man that's 30 mil a year he wants. He's washed out by raising the, by raising the cap. He could be yours, Salvatore and Southfield. Ah, look, let's... I think next week it will be very interesting to see what names begin to get attached with what teams. That's how it starts. And I think, look. Well, I look for some trades to actually happen while they're there where it's like, you know what? I love that NFL free agency has now created trade season. Mm -hmm. The NFL never used to be a league of player-for-player deals or player 
draft. You just didn't make trades in the, the NFL. The one that I'm, I, I think will get moved is Diggs, Steph. Yeah, I want no part of that. No, no, not here. No, but, no, I'm saying it like as any team. I don't want to pay Steph Diggs to play football anymore. See, I, I, I have think, a little bit of an issue I think there. that Dallas is about to put their chips yeah. in and say, you know what, And his Dak, brother's there. This is your final year. We're going to give you every piece. Go all in. And if this fails, we're going back to the Stone Ages. I think they're going to go get Derrick Henry. I think they're going to get Diggs. So they're going to be the 2010 Eagles. Yes. They're just collecting uh, Madden cards. Yes. <laughs> what other big name can we get? Go ahead, Kenny. The window is now. No reason to delay. I like Brad Holmes' drafting ability, but right now is the window to win. Uh, there's no argument. There's no argument. Listen, we'll have a better idea. Not only the players headed to free agency, but you'll start to see guys. And I think where trades really heat up is when free agency's in the mix and teams start to realize they can't sign who they want. You, you know, we'll, we'll be doing our show in Vegas for March Madness. That Like that week, mm-hmm. you feel like, that's where trades really begin. I just, I want to believe that they'll do it, but I still have, I have doubts. I feel like they really, they're getting high on their own supply. I'm beginning. I, I to, hope I'm wrong. Well, no, I'm beginning to believe everything that he says. He doesn't really do the the GM speech or speak where all of a sudden he says one thing and doesn't. He kind of tells you what he's looking for and then he does it. And he made it sound as if. We're not going to make a big splash. So if that's what you're waiting for, don't. We'll make we'll do something, but I don't think this, the things that we want and the people want, I don't think you're going to get that out of Brad. I think he's more focused on how he's going to flip those four picks into maybe six picks and try to bring in more draft using the draft capital. Okay, then. i tell you, if they take a step back, watch how the tenor changes. You mean people won't be chanting Jerry Goff at the grocery store? I think a lot of it comes down to, oh, you had receipts last year, and then you decided to get cocky, and 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 what did it get us? We'll see. I, hey, man, I, I I hope we have great stuff to talk about, and I hope. Will that be his take the win moment? Oh, boy. <laughs> Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. We've got, uh, what we, oh, we've got sports by the numbers. By well, the numbers. By the number. By We're going to debut a new segment by your request, uh, and we'll round out a Friday. 97-1. All right, Kenny, a couple of tickets next, and I think Rieger's next. This by the numbers experiment is a really fun segment. Can you please bring this back? Yeah, that and listen, we were we're specking it out because we did the whole Super Bowl by the numbers the last two years. People liked it. And I came up with the idea of, all right, well, what if we did something that at the end of a week it it's something that I don't know. You're going out to the bar with your friends or whatever it is, and you might actually have like something that makes you seem like a savant because you know a stupid number. I don't know. And then it's just fun that Roberto doesn't know his elbow from his bleep hole with sports, and he's the one who presents it. I, I I'm willing to give it another run. He gave us Ric Flair, so I mean that was a stretch in sports. But listen, gotta get creative. Go ahead, Kenny. The by the numbers music is almost as good as the deal breakers music, and then it just says, "Yeah, see, yeah, see." <laughs> <laughs> so bad, so bad. More lions. Two year window. That's just enough. That's exactly what we need. Get a defensive end or tackle to a two year contract. Doesn't it seem so simple? And yet, I really have doubts as to whether it'll happen. Because, I mean, the Bills. I think their window is pretty much closed whether they want to admit it or not. 
I don't want to seem like a Brad bot, but I trust everything he does for getting us this far. I've never seen this kind of success in my entire life. Guffrey, you're going to get a lot of people who feel that way. I'm, I can't sit here and say you're wrong, but I would just ask that you open your mind and really look at this and realize you got to you're clo- you got to do things a different way. You just can't believe everything this man does is going to turn to gold because he's going to have some misses. I'd say I'd want Chris Jones, but at this point it doesn't matter. I'd just take a big, mean dude that can bully you up front. That's it. Job description. Big person who hurts people. That's all I want. That's it. It's really the last missing piece from this team. Everything else offensively, they're ready-made. You feel like year three, Jamison Williams now. All right, he clearly grew this year. He 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 got better. Mike, missing because they lost the game in San Francisco. We would be talking about JMO and the two touchdowns that he scored in that game. Like that got erased because they lost. So nobody wants to remember that. But if you go back and rewatch that game, he did everything that we were expecting him to do for the last two seasons. It was like his coming out party, except for he was the only one that was there. rest of the Lions went to the wrong house at halftime. Yeah, I can definitively say on these text messages, uh, Chris Jones is the most popular name popping up. I know. And you know who else? will be the least popular? likely to be yeah. available. Kansas City also. He's very popular there. Like if Kansas City ends up getting put to a choice of Legereus Sneed or Chris Jones, they're going to take Chris Jones. Now, now here's the funny thing. Do you take another swing at Chase Young? I think you can do better. When when that deal happened, it wasn't about a long-term commitment. It was about, I'll give you a third to get a compensatory third. Yes, that's true. My issue with Chase Young has never been ability. It's now, even at San Francisco, with this spoil of riches around you, his effort was got called into question, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. Now, did he make some big plays? He did. People only want to focus on the Gibbs touchdown run. They did, and I think he's going to get the transition tag put on him, meaning if you could get a better deal, go get son, it. take it. Yeah. But we'll bring you back if you want to be reasonable about this. Yes. Rico is right. Lions fans are new money. They don't know what this level of success feels like. Therefore, they do not know how to behave. Well, at least they have fans. I feel like the Tigers, I mean, it's just a collection of people in tank tops with three-foot daiquiris. This team's out here literally pimping Gio Urshela. That's I really, unbelievable to I me. really hate that. And I love Gio Urshela. No, but I'm just Yeah, maybe not back in like 2000 and what? No, no, my point 19? is Gio Urshela can hit lefties, and he's a nice bench player on a good team. The idea that he's going to be essentially an everyday third baseman along with Zach McKinstry, when you could... Don't forget about Matt Verling. Veerling's going to be an outfielder now. You know where I'd like Matt Veerling? To be out of town. Like, I just, I can't <laughs> believe. Buddy Nick Maton. I can't believe there's not more of an outcry to be like, go get J.D. Martinez. One year, 15 million bucks. Let's go. I can't well, I believe J.D. I want J.D. Yeah, I know you do. He would make this lineup so much better. He, he didn't leave on the greatest terms, did he? He got care. traded away. No, no, that but I remember LV he said one. some things afterwards. All right, so he wanted to stay here. They don't want to pay know, him. You know my policy. Yeah. As long as I know you tried, I won't get mad yeah. at you. Show me a report that you tried. <laughs> See the cell phone records. I know, and J.D. said, hey, right yeah. here, and I'll go, right okay. There. 
Well, do you find it weird, though, Scott Harris said, listen, we have to give at-bats to our guys at every position. Then they go get Gio Urshelo, and the contract terms break, and there's a stipulation in his contract that if he gets over 500 and some odd at-bats, he gets a little bonus. So they make sure it stays under that. I'm just saying. Listen, I got news for you. Right, right now, the way Scott Harris is running this thing, he may as well be Billy Bean telling, telling uh, Art Howe. <laughs> You can't play Pena tonight. Why? Billy, I traded him. Billy counting the beans. Ah, yeah, I, this is. A, by the way, I pulled in. You got Dave Dombrowski to get him a Coke machine. I that's got true. Dombrowski on line three. Yeah. <laughs> I pulled it. You have that big giant uh, limo out there with the Correct. red with the red uh, Red Wing flag yes, on it. Yes, actually, it's a helicopter with a flag on every you, spoke of every propeller. We yeah, got Mike to do the flag. Yeah, the personalized plate. It says Izo is washed. <laughs> That's a lot of letters, but I like it. <laughs> I as um, no, no, that wings, the wings thing is real now. How was, it, how was the Golden Penis Award? Oh, yeah, thank oh, you for I that, heard guys. About that. Thank oh, you for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I'm driving around yesterday. No, day off yesterday. Oh, no, day off. Caputo's doing the show, right? So I'm driving my daughter to tutoring, and I'm listening to these guys talk about Brad Holmes. And Mike's like, what do you want me to do? Give him a golden penis award? And, of course, Olive's ears perk up. I'm so sorry. And for the next 20 minutes, hey, Daddy, golden penis award. (laughs) You just didn't stop. And then we woke up this morning, and she crawls into bed with me. She's like, so you're going to get golden penis award? Oh, my God. No, no. She she thought it was the funniest thing ever. But you're going to be responsible for Rieger losing pickle to social services. I'm sorry. I, mean, I guarantee you she said it at school today. At least oh, no. Man, don't put yeah, that I, on me. I probably oh, wouldn't have told the no. morning story. I would have kept that one, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have told that When she starts teaching her classmates the word. <laughs> oh, no, please don't do that. Oh, oh, I guarantee you. I was just making the point you that know, I can even... think someone's good at their job without saying that they are the executive of the Millennium Golden Penis Award winner. Correct. Said it again. And Mike, and Rieger should not have, how old is she? Seven? Eight. Eight. You do realize naughty language spreads like wildfire in second grade. I guarantee you her entire class knows about it. She's already heard worse on the bus. Oh, I'm sure she has. I'd hate to break that. They they probably broke it down like, here's a better way of saying that. (laughs) (laughs) I actually had to call my wife to make sure we haven't been called down yet. Oh, yes. Olive was saying something really interesting. Rieger's really going to teach her. Yeah, award. it rhymes right. with clock. The other thing we uh, we started wow. the show wasn't even going there. Whoa. 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 <laughs> yeah, what? We had a birth in this what? town last night. Oh, yes. A birth of the, the new Red Wings. No, we had the birth of LCA. LCA the was great. The first meaningful moment, if you will. And Patrick Kane's emotion after the game. He was I, great. LCA's. Now, I know we didn't get our LED roof. But the building is born. I, I got to tell you, I agree. It's a great atmosphere. Detroit fans are the best, but don't don't lie. What? The moment that birthed the LCA was the Got Ben it. Carter game. Oh, okay. <laughs> he wins. No, <laughs> I'm going to say something, and you're going to laugh, but it's true, and Rieger would agree. The loudest it's been before last night was the first half of the Pistons Milwaukee Bucks playoff oh, series. Oh yeah. When it was Blake really Griffin loud. was going off for just a half. They got swept. No, no, I was going to say it was when Izzo got the tech against Oakland and he literally Ooh. turned around to the crowd and went like this. Oh, I see I wasn't there. And you couldn't hear a word. Ooh, what about what about Michigan versus Amani Bates last year? Remember Bates went off for like 50? I was wasn't that just last year. Yeah, yeah it was. 
Yeah. Was that a Friday night? Michigan I, barely beat him. I remember that because I was sitting there talking to whoever it was, and and I think it was Little Buddha, and I'm trying to talk to him, and he it was just like oh. just, you saw nothing. Yeah, I think we know who the wings. I like how much he's like, oh, I'll take that. Wings have revived the Avalanche rivalry. I broke that ten game losing streak to Colorado. I heard they're kicking the Pistons out. We're buying at the deadline. Uh, what are you leading with, just so we can... We'll that. do a little wings, yeah, a little fun wings, and then get into some other fun stuff. And Rieger's going to try to come up with the dirty word to say that... Do you I have any that. youngster in your car that he could uh, pass it along to? I'm all set. You got He's, a niece, a nephew? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 